What's going on, everybody? Welcome into the Fortress of Comicitude podcast. My name is Tyler. This is Kenny. It's just uh, me and Kenny here this week. Yeah, it's it's guys' night this week. That's right. Mary took off on us, so no Mary this week. It's a it's a it's a guys' show this week. Yeah, this is this is gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. We're it's here to do a uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, the uh, Dragon Ball Super Broly movie came out this week which is i don't know if i care for that title that much but it's fine it's fine um it's descriptive it, it came out this weekend we just saw it we're gonna do a review for it here um we had a review last week of dragon ball evolution that we did on was it that bad it was a lot of fun it was that bad it, yeah if, if, in case you didn't listen to it <laughs> and you're listening case. to this one now it was that bad i do recommend listening to it though if you if by chance you skipped it because we had, you skipped that one and listen to this one. I, you're weird. You're strange. We had, yeah, we had some. Don't fun. get me wrong. I, I thank you for being here, but like pause it here and then take a minute to go back. We'll wait. <laughs> there could be a Dragon Ball fan out there somewhere that was like, "I'm not listening to anybody talk That's about Dragon fair. Ball Evolution." That that is fair. I, I, Let's hear I, him talk about the good shit. I, I don't. I don't want to think about Dragon Ball Evolution again. No. Why are we still does. talking about Dragon Ball? Yeah, Evolution? seriously. Let's, let's let's move on. You're right. You're right. So uh, thank you guys so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Um. Dragon Ball Super Broly is a movie that's quite a bit different from a lot of the other movies that the Dragon Ball has done, whether it be the last two that were theatrical release or the previous ones that were, a lot of them were straight to DVD. Um, this one was quite different in the, in the sense of it, like, it actually had a lot more depth to it. Yeah, it did. Broly, like, man, how can you not feel bad for Broly? And even yeah. His, even his pops in this movie now he's a character in this movie actually yeah like they everyone's a character in this movie it's mm-hmm. almost like they decided if we're gonna make something canon let's make it count yeah because i mean previously like broly was just a tank i mean just just a, a screaming thing that punches stuff really hard for, for the gamers out there the definition of a bullet sponge yeah. like that's all he was what the hell is that it, it's a bullet sponge is if you're using like a a tank character in a fighting game will usually be a bullet sponge because it'll it takes forever to kill, or it's an enemy that is just can take a lot of damage. Okay, that makes it yeah that and that's what Broly was a big giant tank that takes a whole lot of damage. All right, um, this morning I did actually watch uh, rewatch the original Broly the Legendary Super Saiyan movie that came out in like ninety eight ninety nine whenever it was. Um, just so to kind of have it fresh, because I knew that they were basically throwing that movie out the window here, and they do. But I wanted to kind of compare um, just different ideas that that what they had versus what Toriyama wanted to do. So we'll kind of talk about some of that as we as we go through. But so uh, the movie opens up with forty one years ago, which is such a like oddly specific, like not forty forty one. Well, I think that that establishes that like. Vegeta's almost fucking fifty. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> like, like that—that's kind of the mind-blowing thing. These are almost fifty-year-olds doing this shit. I understand their sayings and mm. everything, but damn. And how old does that make Bulma? Oh man, that's true. Okay, so based off of the numbers you get in this movie, Goku would be forty-six because 
or 36 because it's 41 years ago at the start of it and then, and then it jumps to five years later when goku is born right after goku is born so he's five years so which would put him at 36 years old well he's not a complete infant okay okay but give or take they're, okay so vegeta they're like five maybe in the, let, let's call him 40 and 45 even even if goku was 36 um or no they, bulma is 16 when she meets goku and i think goku is like i can't even remember how old goku is in dragon ball at the start of it eight, eight sounds right so, she, so she's at least eight years older than goku let's just say eight to ten years so she's at least 46 to 48 yeah that's pretty crazy okay well <laughs> that weird aside yeah <laughs> start off with a tangent <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna right. happen. We're gonna go on some tangents. Forty-one years ago, um, for what it's worth, I have been with Edgar since ten a.m. to now. <laughs> so, oh no! So yeah. what a day! Yeah, I'm I'm off my I'm off my marbles. He'll do that to you. He almost made it here too. Eventually, we're gonna get Edgar on this podcast again. But he's he's hard to he's hard to pin down. One day, one day. So they do some really good stuff here with like. Um, kind of filling in a lot more stuff about Planet Vegeta and its destruction and and all of that because other other than the Bardock Father of Goku movie that we got, they really haven't done a lot with that really at all. Yeah, and I I noticed in this one it didn't look like Bardock actually hit Super Saiyan as another weird tangent that I'm gonna go on. <laughs> Bard, I thought it was always Bardock was technically the first Super Saiyan forever because he hit it during the during the battle with Frieza. Here, it there, it wasn't really a battle. It was Bardock just, you know, kind One of last scream, kind of effort, scream, yeah. Screaming in the void, didn't even hit Super Saiyan or anything, and then gets uh, gets depleted. So, mm-hmm. Which I never really loved the whole Bardock going Super Saiyan thing anyways, to be honest. Like, I love the idea that, like, it's Goku. Goku's the one to reach it. So, I mean, that doesn't really bother me, I guess, but... That's fair. I mean, that, that that's just, like, a preference. It's not... Um, but yeah, they fill in a lot more stuff here. So in the original Broly movie, um, uh, Goku and Broly are born on the same day. So that, that, that's one thing that changes here. Yeah. Um, and, in this version, Broly is born around the same time as Vegeta. So pre, pre Goku yeah, and they're in the pods. Yeah. The little chambers. Yeah. Whatever they, 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 they even call it like a specific name, like a, I don't even remember what they call it, but. Because they, they, Raditz makes a joke like, oh, my brother's going to be like a low class. He's still in his something chamber. Would have been a low cat class. Yeah. Um, so right there's one of the first changes. And in, in the other version, Broly's born the same day as Goku. His power level is incredibly high. Uh, King Vegeta is threatened by that. So he orders to have him executed, not exiled like he does in this movie. And then he kills Paragus too and leaves them both for dead. That same day, the planet blows up, but because Broly is so powerful, he's able to shield him and his father and save them both from dead, both from death. And then later on, like in this movie, he wants revenge on Vegeta because he holds him accountable for what his dad did. Yeah. So in this version, uh, King Vegeta doesn't like Broly's power level being not even close, but higher than Vegeta's mm-hmm. and uh, wants him sent off to a planet that I can't remember the name of. Um, start with a Vom- P. 
I thought. Vampa? Oh, Vampa, yeah, Vampa. Vampa. It will be oh. referred to from here on out as Vampa. Go ahead and correct us in the comments. Yeah, yeah please do. Um, Vampa sounds right. So it's like an un- uninhabitable planet, basically, by anything other than these monsters that already live there. Like, everything on this planet's going to try to eat you. Yeah. Yep, pretty much. Like, and there, there's these things that want to eat you, and then there's this thing that eats the things that want to eat you. That might also eat you. That might also eat you, but have, like, a really crazy backstory in this movie. Oh. End up having a backstory in this movie. We'll get there when we get there, but... Which is, like, the deepest moment of the movie, and you're like, right. what the hell just happened? Exactly. Um, and there's literally no water on this planet at all. Yeah. Which... So, like... It basically, it, like it's this explored. fucking kid <laughs> survived for forty years on blood. <laughs> yes, like when you say bloodthirsty, <laughs> motherfucker was literally bloodthirsty. Like he, he had to drink the blood of the bug things that the the big bug things that the bigger grass monster things ate. After uh, after Broly sent off Paragus, hijacks a Saiyan ship. Um, and takes it to go find out. Oh, there's a, uh, I'm jumping ahead a little bit too because there's a really cool scene in this movie where, I can't remember if it's before or after this, but oh, I'm just gonna talk about it now where, um, King Cold comes to Planet Vegeta. Yeah, no, this and, is before, this, okay. is, this is the literal opening of the movie. Okay. This it's, is like where Frieza comes into power. Yeah. Um, we get, we get it's him a, saying, I'm retiring. Cold retires and gives, um, Frieza his throne. Like effective immediately. Effective immediately. My son is in power, <laughs> and he yes. has a little bit of a temper. Akira Toriyama clearly likes Frieza more than any villain he's ever created because that motherfucker will not go away. <laughs> no, but all, it's not just Akira Toriyama. Everyone loves Frieza, so it's fine. It is Vampa, by the way. Okay, Vampa. Well, oh, cool. We got it right. <laughs> That's right. Yay us! Woohoo! Might have to pull up some of those other side characters' names later yeah, on too, I because have, I, I okay, have, I have the wiki, I have the wiki up just so that we can make sure. Oh, thank God, we had a reliable wiki. Uh, <laughs> we get to see like the introduction of the scouters and stuff too, where uh, and Frieza is like a fucking boss and basically puts the scouter on. He's like, "Oh look, here's all these people that are like pointing weapons at us, dead, dead, dead." <laughs> yep. Like, good God. Yeah, I'm, I'm just. Hi guys, let me kill your sh- the the warriors that are looking like they want to kill me. Yeah, it, it 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 like gives this weird backstory about the fact that there are uh about the scouters that they didn't mm-hmm. have them before until Frieza just dropped by and gave them. And it also seems like or they had them before, but they were like way less well, state and, of the and art, does, and they weren't communicators. Mm-hmm. Was the other thing, and that's how, that that comes back later when we see Bardock for the first time. Uh, the guy's talking and say it says something bad about Frieza and Bardock's like you're wearing your communicator yeah. and you take it off like it's clear Frieza's spying on them, which I mean, smart guy really. I mean, yeah, but also a little bit patriot acty. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. We'll, we'll leave that. it's a little bit patriot. We'll, we'll leave that. We'll leave that there. Um, and we've never really got to see like a young Frieza no, before, the, so. Yeah. I mean, again, we, he's... He looks, I mean, for the most part, he looks the same. He he does look yeah. a little bit different. Yeah. Voice is the same, but... King Cold has only ever gotten to show up, like, twice in the anime, so it's cool to see him again. Yeah, it's cool to see him not getting... Well, I don't know. I 
still think it was pretty fun watching chunks cut them into little oh, steak cubes and then destroying them. That was still dope. Especially like when you didn't know who Trunks was, you're like, "Who the hell is this guy? Who the hell is this dude with a sword?" But I don't know who he is. But damn, that sword! That is, Good lord, that is thug life. <laughs> damn. So, anyways, jumping back ahead, Paragus hijacks the ship. There's one other Saiyan on the ship, but he's not like a warrior. He's like a lower, a way lower class guy, and he's like. For the most part, he's, like, pretty on Team Paragus. Like, right away, he's like, hey, dude, cool. I'm on your side. I'm with you. I'll help you. <laughs> Let's yep. go. And he's like, hey, look, I'm going to go find my kid. We're going to go find another plan to live on. You can drop us off, and then you can go back yeah. here if you want to. And uh, so they get to, I already forgot what it's called, Vampa? Vampa. Vampa. V-A-M-P-A. Okay. Vampa. Got it. Uh <laughs> They get there, they crash the ship there because it's, like, just a fucking trash heap. Like, yeah, and it, it, there's a crazy-ass storm, and the the low sand whose name is not even here on this cast list, I don't think, is like, we can't land there, it's too much of a storm or whatever, and he says, but like, we're- I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it, yeah, that's basically what, what gets said. I don't give a fuck, I wanna, I wanna land here because we'll be closer to him now. Mm-hmm. They can fly themselves, but okay. Something interesting to, to say, too. This is all pre-Goku's like Goku's appearance. Like, you don't see Goku really for like the first like half hour, almost. No, yeah, it goes a minute. Like, Yeah, it, it's interesting. Um, something else that uh, I wanted to point out, too, because um, that there is a point somewhere in this movie, I, I, somewhere in the beginning, I don't know if, we, if it's before this or after this, but where you do get kind of like a, a mini kind of a credit sequence where it does, you know, give you the title of the movie and that. And uh, right. it says, like, story, screenplay, and character design by Akira Toriyama, which mm. obviously story and stuff you would imagine so, but the character design is interesting because this movie really does look almost more like um, early Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball. Like, it's it's much more Akira Toriyama's art style mm. versus, like, what Super looks like. Like, Akira Toriyama's not, his art style is not really any sharp edges. Everything's rounded more. Everything's bigger it's a yeah, little it, it's a little more light like almost i don't know to me it almost looks a little bit more rough than what super turned into especially it's not as refined it's yeah it's not as refined like it, it doesn't it doesn't look bad by any means it's just like you the the energy pops and stuff mm-hmm. definitely look more jagged and stuff yeah, like that i could see that um but then yeah the character designs and stuff a little bit more rounded a little it, bit a little yeah. bit more more traditional Z stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, first, second season Dragon Ball Z or early Dragon Ball. Like, it looks very much... Mm-hmm. It looks a lot like the manga does. Yeah, it, it definitely does. So, that, uh, that's just... Uh, which is which is kind of a treat, like, in the beginning of it. It's like, oh, this looks like kind of how it looked way back when. Yep. But same time, I do kind of like how Super looks. So it's like, it's good to see it get to that point where it's like, oh, man, this looks so refined. It looks so, like... The, the, the perfected and everything. Yeah, it's it's cool. I think the animation in this movie is like the best and the worst part of it because so a lot of times when they make animated movies, when you're trying to get it out by a certain point, you'll have multiple animation production companies working on a movie at the same time, which isn't, you know, uncommon, but there's a couple of scenes in this movie where you can really tell this scene was not animated by the same people that did a previous scene. And we'll get there, but there's two scenes in particular. There's one scene of Vegeta and Raditz when they're little kids, and then there's another scene yeah. 
of Piccolo teaching Goku and Vegeta the fusion dance where the animation is I'll even say it's awful. Like it's it's really bad. Like they're they're the most minimalistic detail possible. They're almost just like the bare shapes of the characters and mm-hmm. it's it's ri- but then there's other scenes with like like Vegeta fighting Broly in in the, the ice where it's like I've never seen Dragon Ball look better than that. So mm-hmm. it's it's weird. I've seen the best and the worst animation of Dragon Ball in this movie. Mm-hmm. And like some of it's like man that's like even worse than like old Dragon Ball episodes and yeah. other times where it's like I've never seen it look this good. Yeah, I mean we'll we'll get to the part that I really want to hit on the animation. But, but that's um, probably my biggest critique of the movie in itself to be honest. Like I don't really have any problems with the story really, but like that that there was a couple parts where the animation was just like glaringly bad. I'm like wow, mm-hmm. like there's just like the the line work's not even good in some parts. We're like man. Ooh. Yeah, when <laughs> When they're being more humorous, for sure. Yeah. It, it, it takes a dip. So they look, uh, they they hide in like a cave or something overnight. And the next morning when they have sunlight, they go look for Broly. They find the pod. And then they find him in like another little cave that he has killed one of the big space monsters. Because he mm-hmm. clearly went great ape and like ripped its leg off. Mm-hmm. Um. Another thing too, like in the original Broly movie, like you see like one scene of Broly as a little kiddish in the beginning. It's very brief, and then it's him as an adult. In this movie, you actually get like a good kind of little chunk of him growing mm-hmm. up, even like later in a flashback where we talk about his little cloth vest thing that he has or whatever. Yeah, um, his kilt. I don't. I don't know what you're supposed to call it. <laughs> it, it his, but yeah. Like we, sweater. We, That's what it looked like to me is when you wrap the sweater around your waist yeah. is what it kind of looks like. So like you get way more of his background in this movie than you mm-hmm. ever got before, which is really, really cool. Yeah. So they find him and then it jumps ahead five years now. Um, and here's where we get to see more of Bardock, which is really cool because I love, I think the Bardock movie is one of the better straight to DVD movies. That yeah, one's really Bar- solid. Bardock's always been an interesting character to me. I, it, it almost sucks we don't get more of him ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that's his final That's his final story. But yeah, it's like saying I want more Jor-El in my Superman. At, right. At the same time, like, he was a planet-conquering Saiyan. Like, yeah, he, was, yeah. he wasn't really a good guy, to no, say, per se. He wasn't. He was about as good as any Saiyan at that point was. But, like, it, I, I still think it would be fun to get a movie of him conquering a particularly pain in the ass planet like that yeah i think that would be just like a random like a one-off like this is one adventure they had like their crew yeah i wouldn't mind that maybe maybe napa with hair oh man um and and correct me if i'm wrong out there i'm pretty sure this is the same voice actor as well that played bardock um way back when in that in that original legend uh father of goku movie it sounds like the same guy which i was like if if that's true that's really cool if we get the same guy to come back and do that just to have that continuity with the voice um this is where they're coming back on the ship and like kenny mentioned earlier the guy's like talking smack on frieza and the dude's like yeah maybe don't be like maybe don't be talking shit on frieza while you have this big giant like device that he gave you on your face yeah like exactly he's clearly spying on you that is why he gave you communicators mm-hmm. like let's not pretend for a second that frieza's a good guy like and, and like frieza has like basically summoned all of the saiyans sorry the hell is that 
Is that like a notification noise that you have? Yes, it okay. is. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it sounded like, like a bottle cap. That's what it was. So, okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'm glad I'm not an idiot. Um, so he's like, yeah, he's like summoned all of the mm-hmm. uh, like active Saiyans back to Planet Vegeta. Bardock's not stupid. He's like, you know, some sums up. Like, mm-hmm. And the one guy even tells him, like, are you saying like Frieza would get rid of us? It's like, is it really that hard to believe? Like, don't, or, yeah, we're don't not, rule it out. Again, we're not pretending like Frieza's a good guy. Yeah, you were just saying how much you hate him. Mm-hmm. And the thing that tips him off that, yeah, we are actually about to die is a guy saying, yeah, hey, Bardock, Frieza's been asking about the legendary Super Saiyan. And Bardock is like, oh, he thinks the legendary Super Saiyan's a real thing and he's going to kill us to prevent it from happening. He's scared of that shit. Yeah, he's scared of it, as he fucking should be. Yeah, which will come back to bite him in the ass in a later date until Toriyama's like, we need this guy back, bro. Until we need need to bring him back from the dead and then we need to kill him again and then bring him back from the dead one more time. They even comment, too, where the one guy's like, you know, hey, the, the, the Frieza force is basically getting so big now. He's recruited so many people from other races. It's like, yeah, there's really not a reason to keep these Saiyan guys around anymore. Like, he'd be wiping out half of his warrior class. Yeah, but, I mean, he, that's a lot of people, nonetheless. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're an entire planet. <laughs> and he does mention that Raditz is on another world, and then he asks about Kakarot, and he says, oh, he's still in his little birthing chamber or whatever. He's coming along, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then uh, when they get back to Planet Vegeta, they uh, meet up with a couple guys. And guys, it took damn near like 30 years, but we got Goku's mom. Yeah. Uh, Ginke is her name? Uh, that's, I, that's close. If that's, that's close, not it, it's close. It's, um, and she's like a butcher or something. Like she has like a job and she's like, she's actually like a pretty like caring individual too. She seems like, like a loving mother and stuff. Like she's not like this like ruthless uh saying woman or anything she seems like a pretty kind-hearted soul right and like it's just such a big piece of the canon that hasn't been addressed for so long so it's kind of cool to be like oh that's goku's mom we finally have goku's mom gine i believe oh gine okay so g-i-n-e okay i put a k in there for some reason i don't know why but i was close i knew it would start with a g close enough yeah so it, it was just kind of cool to like, it felt like that was one of like the last puzzle pieces that was missing, you know? It's like cool to kind of just like kind of click that into place. Like, okay, there's Goku's mom. We're just, we're, we're putting yeah. this all together. Um, It was one of the things that was introduced and I think it was Dragon Ball Zero or whatever mm-hmm. that Toriyama did earlier as a manga. Again, correct me if I'm wrong, um, because I didn't read it for what it's worth. But yeah, this was very much taking um Dragon Ball Zero um, and doing that doing doing that story here mm-hmm. and then going into the future to do the Broly story. Yeah. And uh, for what it's worth, Toriyama said that uh, the reason he kept Goku's mom out for so long is says, he says he doesn't he doesn't think that he writes female characters very well. And he... I mean fair. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking fair. And it, that's pretty uh like uh, it's pretty represented by another female character in this movie that's brand new. Like <laughs> that that scene with the power. Keep going. We'll get there. We'll oh, laugh dude, about there's this a cu- there's a couple scenes with this new female character that you're just like, what are you doing? <laughs> but uh, that that's his reasoning for keeping her out so long. Is I guess maybe he just didn't 
trust himself. <laughs> and it's like, maybe we're fair. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's better to be reserved. But yeah, she's like a butcher or something. That's like her job she does. Um, they go to their little hut, I guess, that they have. And that's, you know, we get to see Goku. He, he asks how he's doing. He's like, oh, he's coming along. He's almost ready to come out of his chain. It sounds like he's been in there longer than he should have been. Mm-hmm. So, because she even says, like, oh, he's going to be a late bloomer. But, you know, he has your hair. For better or worse. Yeah. She, she Which, says, like, duh, like, Bardock is Goku with a scar on his cheek. Like, they're identical. Yeah. Yeah. So. I have nothing to add. Um, Frieza on his ship is talking to a couple guys. And, uh, it's not, you know, he's asking about the legendary Super Saiyans. Like, you know, we've asked around. It sounds like it's nothing more than a myth. Nobody knows anything about it. That's concrete. And the one guy is like, oh, well, that's good. Then I guess that means we don't have to destroy them now, right? Whatever. And Frieza's like, oh, bro. <laughs> no, no, bro. Look, I gathered all these motherfuckers together. I'm destroying this planet. You, okay. He's like, even if there is no Super Saiyan, there's still a warrior race that one day, like, there's strength in numbers. Like, if they all wanted to, they could probably kill me. If if they all just decided we're going to kick the shit out of Frieza, they probably mm-hmm. could. Yeah. One of them kicks the shit out of Frieza later in this movie, and it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, it should be like, oh, cool, we're getting this awesome battle, but it's just so damn funny what they did to him. Dude, Frieza gets the shit kicked out of him for, like, a good little bit. Like, it's, good. It's, it's great. It's just um, fantastic. Um, this is a pretty famous scene that they've done over and over again a couple times with, you know, Frieza coming out of the ship and stuff and doing the big ball and throwing it down to the planet and watching it explode. Mm-hmm. And, um, and again, Bardock, they're like doing a weak ass Kamehameha type thing yeah. and the, against the sun. Yeah. And, and then Frieza sitting there watching the number of scenes dwindle from however many millions to zero. Yeah. Which. And the night before, Bardock and Gine stole a pod. Yeah, they, they stole a pod and they sent Goku to Earth. They they sent him to Earth specifically because like it's a low technology and mm-hmm. a low power level. He'll be able to thrive there. Yep. It is literally the Superman thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean Go- Goku and Superman are very similar in origin. Like What I watched I watched Justice League and like what are you what are you saying? Like they resurrected Superman yeah. to save the day against the undefeated no, nothing from in warriors from another world or nothing. timeline or whatever it might be. Nothing um, in common. Yeah. Well I mean like but I mean to be fair, even though like Superman is uh basically rip a sci fi version of Moses, right? Yeah. It's like our people are about to be killed, let's save our child, put the basket, send him down the river. So Fair. Like Siegel and Schuster were Jewish kids. Obviously, they love sci-fi. They took Moses and made sci-fi Moses, and that's Superman. Toriyama mm-hmm. probably saw Superman and was like, "I could do that," and put his own kind of twist on it. So it's Fair enough. It's I, like I'm not gonna like come in here even as a Superman fan and like rip Toriyama and be like, "Hey, that he you know he just ripped off no. Superman" because it's it's they they're close enough in that one part, but after that, I mean, they're so different in character. But they it, they literally like. They went and got a Dragon Ball in Justice League to, <laughs> to bring Superman back from the dead. Like, that's how I viewed it. I think I said something about it in the theater. Like, this is this is a Dragon Ball That's plot. almost fair. <laughs> I don't think it's almost that's fair. True. It's like, all right, well, we, we got this big bad opponent. We got this thing that can resurrect our, 
Back to Dragon Ball That's Super. That's true. Um, Back to a better movie. Yeah. That's, uh, that's also fair. Um, surprisingly, this movie came in like 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. And I I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. I, yeah, I did. Save the couple of animation errors. Yeah. Um, but like I said, that's really the only, like, as far as like the movie itself goes, like the story and everything else, I don't really have much to say. I mean, a couple of things will get there, but. Um, so they steal the pod. Um, I wouldn't say tear jerking, but I mean, a, a pretty like heartbreaking scene of, uh, them yeah, saying, them saying goodbye to Goku in the pod before they send it off. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely something that, that hits you. Um, no matter how many times I know the story, it's still like, man, that, that sucks. Cause that's a scene we've never got to see because we didn't have Goku's mom. So it's like, right. we never got to see, we didn't have her. So obviously we didn't have her to say goodbye to Goku. And it is, it is really sad. And, you know, there's a whole thing of like, hey, if we end up being wrong, we're going to come find you. We'll come get you. If, you know, we live, which. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, that was great. It's like, if we, if, if, if I'm wrong, we'll go to Earth and save him. Which but, Jor-El never said no shit. <laughs> yeah, no, well, yeah, the Jor-El, the planet was literally exploding around him in theory. But there so. was, there was never no conversation of like, if the planet doesn't explode, we'll come to Earth and find you. It was more just like, well. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure about this. I got my my numbers here. Bardock better than Jor-El confirmed. <laughs> it's true. That's true. Now I just want to see Marlon Brando play Bardock in a movie. I think we've established. I don't know how much we need a live action movie here. Yeah, that's true. Never again, please. Please, never again. Um, planet Wait. blows up. <laughs> I want to rewind just a okay. little bit to literally the the opening the pro- the production things. Um, so Fox distributed this in the U.S. Yep. Therefore, now that Disney's about to, if they don't already, just outright own uh, Fox. I'm. I said in the moment that Bulma is a Disney princess. Mm-hmm. I am wrong. <laughs> Chi-Chi is now a Disney princess. But Goku's not king of anything, or prince of anything. Yeah, but King Yemma. Oh! She's a literal princess That's still. true. That's true. Okay. So... And I guess Bulma would be princess by association, maybe. Yes. But even though of a basically dead race. Yes, but Chi-Chi is a Disney princess now. That was like the sickest burn of all. I'm sorry, but that was like the sickest burn of all time in Resurrection F. Like, even as much as I love Vegeta, it was the sickest burn where Vegeta's like, you know, you need to like respect me as the prince or whatever to freeze him. Freeze is like, okay, yeah, all hell, Vegeta, prince of nothing. I'm like, oh man, damn. Like, yeah, that that was that was like bad. that. That was a burn. Like, oh, so so like, somebody get this guy an ice pack. And okay. technically his dad's dead, so he's the king of nothing. Yeah. Sir. I don't know if it's true. I, I, I don't know if it's more of a fan theory, but it's a, a definitely in my head canon that, like, even throughout the whole series, that he always refers to himself as Prince Vegeta as a lot of, like, a respect to his dad. Like, he never has ever called himself, like, I'm King Vegeta now, because it's like, he doesn't, even though his dad's dead, he feels like he's, like, stepping on his dad's toes or something. Like, I'll I'll take that. I truly believe it's because they want to be able to differentiate between dad and son. Yeah. They're both Vegeta and they don't want to call him I think they I think they actually refer to him as Prince Vegeta 4. 
Yeah. But like when Vegeta always says like, I'm the prince of all Saiyans, whatever. Like he's never said I'm the king. Like he's never called himself the king. That's and right. so, so like so, some people believe that like that's him having some kind of sentimental thing to his dad. That's for speaking of him possibly becoming king of all Saiyans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're on another world where when they get the the call that a meteor has run into planet Vegeta. Which is what they were told. Which is what they were told. And we get a scene of Raditz being like, I don't give a fuck. As a kid. Vegeta they, doesn't really give a fuck either. No, none of like, them. That's ne- unfortunate. Neither of the kids are like, I don't give a fuck. Like, Vegeta's like, ah, oh, whatever. Fine. I'm... Vegeta looks at least a little shell-shocked for a while. Raditz doesn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. He's like, alright, cool, so I am i don't have to go back home? Sweet. And the other guys are like, what? Our planet they, is destroyed. Like, they're, like, having, like, trauma. They're, the kids are like, oh, that's that's um, unfortunate. They mention Tarble. Oh, they did. Yeah, that's right. Like, they, they not men- by name. But no, they, but they, they say, Vegeta, your brother's off-world, too, right? So he's safe, and Vegeta says, I don't give a fuck. And then, <laughs> and then they say, Redis, what about your brother? I don't give a fuck. What about... He's like, he's a weak-ass, low-class yeah. saying anyways. He's a little, little punk-ass bitch saying anyways. He, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. And, and these are kids, you know, yeah. little kids not, not caring. And then, the like, we get the scene that is going to be burned in my memory for a while of Raditz having hair. Nappa having hair. Yeah, Nappa having hair. I'm tired, <sighs> guys. Nappa having hair. I, I'm pretty sure Nappa has hair in the Bardock movie, too, though. Because that, that there's a scene in the Bardock movie of... Vegeta as a little kid fighting Cybermen when he's training, and then Nappa is there. He's like his like. Okay, and I, I believe he has that same little tiny. Pe- I, I could be wrong. You're probably right. I have not. It's been a while since I haven't I've seen, seen Bardock in a while. Yeah, it's been like a minute. But this we, is the see- first scene where the animation is like really jarring. Yeah, it takes it takes a jump. It's just it looks like a different movie, and the way that. The kid Saiyans are drawn. It almost looks more like a cutesy anime. Like it looks yeah. really like they're like chibis. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't look like the same movie anymore. Like I say, it's you can tell this scene was animated by a different studio, mm-hmm. and it just it interrupts the flow of the movie. It's not consistent through the whole movie, which, like I say, it's kind of a bummer because when you watch it, you're just like, oh god, like, mm-hmm. but it looks cheaper. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we see this, and then we see like a little montage, which of, is really nice. It, yeah, it was really that was cool. A beautiful touch of of like the the things that the these three Saiyans have been through of mm-hmm. Broly surviving on Vampa, of um, Vegeta surviving out in space, of Goku being on Earth. We we get a scene of him holding the power pole and stuff. Yeah, and, and like, like shows him aging, like fighting Vegeta, and then like fighting mm-hmm. like Frieza and stuff. Like it, it, it's cool. It kind of. It goes through the ages until... And then it says present day, and it's him and Vegeta fighting on, on a beach or over the ocean. Yeah, over the over the ocean, we get... Um, Chala! Mm-hmm. <laughs> of yep. course. We get we get uh, Bulma and... Bulma, Weiss, and Beerus chilling on the beach. With Bulla. With Bulla. Baby Bulla. Baby Bulla. Um, and they're... They're chilling on the beach. Goku and Vegeta are just going at it um, oh, without yeah. going Super Saiyan. And but, it looks amazing. See, all the fight scenes, the animation they, is they, kick they, they, ass. Na- they nailed it. This is the best combat they've maybe ever put on screen for. I don't. I don't. I wouldn't say any anime because I don't watch a lot of anime, but I do watch a lot of Dragon Ball, and it's the best it, they've ever done. It's some very good Dragon Ball animation, um, for sure. Um, and they 
uh, get a call from Trunks and Goten that uh, someone stole the Dragon Radar and six Dragon Balls. Mm-hmm. Their only appearance in the movie. Yes, their only appearance in the movie. The only like characters besides Goku and Vegeta in the movie that and Piccolo and Pic- or Piccolo. Yeah. That's the the only time any of those characters. That was my other complaint about the movie is that I just love that since it's a franchise that's been around so long, they have this giant roster of characters. And even when they don't have anything to do, I just like when they're there. And it's like, man, no Yamcha, no Tien, no Roshi, no, you know what I mean? It's like, no, no Gohan. Yeah, no Gohan. I mean, just don't, who, don't even in, appear. In, in the, they even sideline Beerus pretty quick in this movie. They do. But in, like, in the, um, in, in the super anime, they really boosted Gohan's status in, in mm. the world. Like, he he's the leader for the team that goes to the uh, ultimate terminal of power, whatever it's mm-hmm. called. I'm blanking on the name right now. That sounds right. Yeah, terminal um, power. It, well, he's he's the captain for the the universal, the all of the universes. Mm-hmm. Not and, oh, okay. And, and he's a team captain, and they elevate his status. And they elevate- Toriyama did Gohan so dirty. Yeah, <laughs> he made him like the most badass character in the whole show, and then just made him the dumbest character in the whole show. Yeah, yeah, it. They, he's not there, and that bummed me out. I think he should have had something to do, but I yeah. understand they wanted to focus on... I just miss those other characters. That's more... That's not me so much judging the movie. It's more just me as a fan of the franchise. Yeah. Like, I, I, I miss Krillin being around. I miss, like, all these characters that we just don't get to see at all. Granted, like, Krillin had nothing to... Had no business being It's true, here. but even, like... Comp- Compared to like the last two movies they've done, like Resurrection F and Battle of they, Gods, they did a much better job of balancing. Yeah, the like roster. like okay, Resurrection F, they had Frieza's goons to fight, but it, like in Battle of Gods, nobody else fights Beerus, but they're all there. They're all and there. They're like, all watching. They're all aware that they all get Earth will be destroyed if yeah if Goku loses. And to do like the Dragon Ball cliche thing of like during the fight, constantly cutting to them watching, but like if Goku pushes himself like this, you know his body's gonna. Like, I don't know, but it's just good. Out. I like that they're there. How many more times that damn Goku gonna <laughs> break his limits? <laughs> yeah, he has no limits. <laughs> but, uh, like, yeah, I just, they're missed for me. They're, they're, they're mm-hmm. missed pretty hard. Uh, Goku, yeah, so Dragon Balls get stolen. Immediately they know that it's probably Frieza. Yeah, they look at the uniform and they're like, it's Frieza. They sent some low level punks to go do it because we would have detected someone higher yeah. level coming to the planet. Yep. And, uh, like, <laughs> Frieza, or Vegeta's just, like, chewing Goku out throughout this whole scene, being like, we, we need to, like, prioritize killing Frieza again. Like, mm-hmm. we brought him back because we needed his help. His, like, he served his purpose. He's gonna come back for us at some point. Mm-hmm. And he even tells him, too, he's like, what if he reaches some other level that we can't beat? Like, we know we're stronger than him right now. We need to take him out. Mm-hmm. He's like, really, Vegeta? You think he'd come back and try to? Kill? It's like we we resurrected yes. him. We did him a solid. Are you? Do you really? We did him a solid. <laughs> That's pretty much what he says. Like <laughs> we did him a solid by give, bringing him back to life. Is he really gonna come back to try to fight us? And it's like, yeah, yeah. This isn't one of the times that your your enemy turned into your friend, Goku. Yeah, like I know it worked out almost every other time besides Cell. Yeah. It's not happening here, bro. Yeah, it's not it's not gonna happen. I mean, like, you can understand why he would think it would, because yeah, his track record's been pretty good. Like he's Goku might be the best at befriending people of all time. Yeah, like spoilers for the end of the movie, but 
Yeah. He does it again. Um, and But I, I love... The dude literally has the god of destruction chilling by the fucking beach. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I, but I love that, that Goku, um, gets, or, I love the voice acting by Christopher Sabbath at all times. Oh, like, that's the best. Dude's the best. And when he, he when calls he, him a dumbass. When he calls Goku a dumbass. <laughs> Straight oh up my dumbass. God. It's the best thing ever. I love Christopher Sabbath. And I, I, I love Sean Shemmel as well, but. Oh yeah. God they're damn it. So good. This is, this is, they're giving us some gold right here. Mm-hmm. Even Sabbath when they are learning the fusion He's an dance. Idiot. Yeah. He yells idiot so many times. It's so good. And I even had to warm up for a while to the new voice actor for Frieza, but I, mm-hmm. I really like him in this movie. He does a solid job. Mm-hmm. So, um, so they stole six of the Dragon Balls and the Dragon Radar, but luckily Bulma knows where the last Dragon Ball is, but she's just been putting off procrastinating going there because it's in the cold. It's the ice caps, It's on like, the North Pole. Yeah. It's the ice caps. That stuff happens to these ice caps. <laughs> and then We know what caused global warming, guys. But but it's okay. They fixed it somehow. I'll I'll get to this. Toriyama's oh like, here's some climate change. I, I asked Edgar if he wanted me to shout anything out, if he wanted me to say anything, and we're going to get to a, the scene that he has stuff to say about. Okay. And, yeah. Um. So, for, kind of an odd choice here to have Whis go, but Beerus stay, which... And- which, like, to me, I thought they were going to build this up to be, it's like, oh, here's kind of our comic relief. Beerus is stuck with this baby Bulla. We're going to cut to him throughout the movie and kind of watch the shenanigans they get into. No? No? No. One, one other time. You, one one other time that you'll see them together. Which is fine because you forget about them. Like, it's fine. But, like, I feel like they set up the joke and then it never pays off. I'm like, oh, this is going to be funny. Beerus is a god of destruction with a very short temper and he's stuck with this baby what what shenanigans are gonna happen here well we don't and see any all of this shit is happening with probably the earth like at this <laughs> point the earth it the earth is just gotta be going off during this battle i get we'll, we'll get there. like they ignore it other than like one shot near the end of the movie with beer is chilling by the beach like i was looking for the corona bottle <laughs> like yep <laughs> yep um so it's from here we go to the two new characters. In yeah, the so the two characters, are they the ones that stole the Dragon Balls and the Dragon Radar? No. No. The, those characters are never named. Okay. No, from here we're to the two new characters. One of them is Chile? Yeah. Chile and Chile. Beats. That's what it is. I think it's Beats. Or it could be... I thought it was like Lemon or something like that. Or Limo. 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 That's what I don't know who Beats is. Beats might be the... They're always got to be named after vegetables or I something. I think, you know what, and that means I think Beats was that other saying in the ship with Paragus. Oh, that might be true. I'm guessing. Yeah. No, Limo... Was, he was a throwaway character anyways. No, Limo... Oh, which, I, we, which we didn't even address, too, once they once they get stranded on the Vampa planet... Like, yeah, Paragus is so quick to be like, I know one way to save food. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, we got 10 days worth of food. He's like, make that now, 15 days. Yeah, we got we got a few more days now, man. We're good. We're like, good. man, cold-hearted, too. Mm-hmm. It comes back to bite him later, but... Yeah, it, he gets his card. his card. Okay, yeah, so Chilai and Limo, they're up in space. They're looking to recruit a uh, thousand... 
people with a thousand power level or or, well, or more, yeah. And they come for across the Frieza Force. Yeah, for the Frieza Force. And they come across Vampa. Yep. Um, because there's a distress signal that was sent out probably mm-hmm. years ago, but apparently no one went to this corner of the galaxy for yeah. forever. Uh, so because it, it looks like it's like way, way off in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um. So they go, they go to Vampa and they find um, Paragus. They, they find Paragus and he's like, "What? Uh huh. People, come here! I got my, I got me and my son." You're part of the Frieza Force, which he literally learned an hour before he left the planet. Yeah. That he, it was the Frieza Force. He's like, we're part of the Frieza Force, too. Yeah, we're part of We've been stranded here for many years. And they're like, oh, yeah, you guys got a nice, beefy power level, uh... What what's like? We're gonna get a big reward for bringing these guys in. Yeah, it's like four thousand on forty forty four hundred or something like that. Something. And then Broly's is off the chart. Yeah, Broly's it just it just says does not compute. Basically, it just craps out. Yeah, and so they they bring, which is a really smart way of Toriyama not having to say what it is. Oh, and then so they they bring they bring him back to Frieza. But before they bring him back to Frieza, we get another cut back to Earth of them going to find the Dragon Ball, and we get the great <laughs> joke of. Boma, what were you getting the Dragon Balls for? And oh, Boma's, this is so good. Boma doesn't want to tell him, and then finally says, "Okay, I I want to make myself look like five years younger." Yeah. Okay. And th- this is kind of where the age joke came in earlier, where and Goku's like, He's like why, why, "Yeah, why, why five? Why not just make it an even ten? Yeah, why not just make it ten? Because then people are gonna think I have plastic surgery. They're gonna yeah. ask who my surgery. Ten is. would be too noticeable. Ten is too noticeable. Five is just fine." And then Goku says. You've been doing this for years, haven't you? Yeah. And then she slams gas, sends him to the back while he's just laughing. What's funny is he's laughing, and then she slams him to the back, and he stops for a second, and then he just starts laughing again. And and, and, and Vegeta's just looking at him, and I think he says idiot to him again, which... Goku has a really funny line, too, but I can't remember exactly what he says, where he's like, he's like, you want to use the Dragon Balls just so people don't know you're old, or something like that, whatever, and she gets really upset. It was funny. Yeah, it was a great scene, and then we get um, Frieza gets asked the same question, why he's do you like, want, is, why it, do you, is it for immortality? Because they, they think he wants immortality. Uh-huh, that's what everyone thinks. That's he what wants, Goku and Vegeta assume, too. And then they ask Frieza, hey, what, what do you want the Dragon Balls for? Immortality? And he's like, no, being in Earth's hell made me realize I don't want to live forever. Yeah. I, I don't want to do anything forever. Oh, do you want to be invulnerable then? And he's like, no, that would take all the fun out of it. Yeah, like and, if you can't take any damage. And then, yeah. her name is Barry Blue. Not even trying to hide the fruit or vegetable or anything. <laughs> Barry Blue chimes in and says, he wants to be taller. That's what he wants. And, and at, first, at first you think, like, he's going to get pissed off. Like, you think, like, that's Barry Blue making the joke and Frieza's about to snap. Because uh-huh. the one guy, he's like, oh, you can't say that to him. And and she explains why. And and then he says, actually, she's she's right. Like, I, I just want to be five, five centimeters. Five centimeters. <laughs> I, five centimeters ain't shit. What's five centimeters? Like two inches? I don't know if it's even two inches on centimeters. Um, How many centimeters are in an inch? Guys, we need help. I, I'm using my phone a lot today. That's uh, okay. Let's see. But basically the same joke comes around again with like, he says, well, if you were going to do it anyways, like if you're going to go to all the trouble to gather these Dragon Balls up, why not just make it an even ten centimeters? Yeah, it's two inches. 
Okay, so about two, so to be two inches taller. Mm-hmm. And he's like, because 10 centimeters would be too noticeable. Five, he goes, I want people to think that I'm still growing. And, and then they say, well, why don't you just go to your second form where you're fucking huge? Yeah. And he says, yeah, but I want to be taller than my base form and, of course, my golden form. Yeah. Which I'm glad they addressed the second form because that was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, because I was like, yeah, when he was in second form, he's fucking humongous. Like, I'm glad that they, like, addressed that, which to me... Was like them being really smart. It's like if we don't put this in there, fans are gonna be like, well, "Why didn't you just like yeah. we're just gonna fucking do it?" It's there. That's why. Because <laughs> that that was so good. Like that was such a good setup. Like mm-hmm. the the Bulma joke itself was funny enough, but then to have it come back around and have it be like almost word for word the same conversation, almost like mm-hmm. hysterical. But so yeah, um, and I think it's after all of this we finally get the two characters. I think the, so. The two new characters so, finding Broly and. Uh, we gotta talk about Chi Life for a second. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> Toriyama says he doesn't like, he doesn't think his treatment of women characters are that good. <laughs> Guys. There, there's a scene coming. There's like four of them. I mean, like, uh-huh. the, the, there's one scene where she's just like standing there and you're seeing her from behind and her butt is like so defined. Like, you can see each individual cheek and it's like really like exaggerated. And like, every time she's standing, looking at something she's always hunched over and has her butt sticking way out her boobs are like really defined too throughout the whole thing and i think the one you were going to talk about is with the armor right yeah she's talking about uh broly doesn't like the armor because it doesn't let him move around much and she grabs her armor snaps it pulls it out and snaps it and says it's not that bad once you get but like almost revealing everything like yeah it's like <laughs> pretty close cause good thing she's wearing clothes underneath yeah. the armor because she like pulls it out and said it's not that bad once you get used to it yeah. and stuff. but it looks like she's like she is wearing something but it looks like she's not by how tight like how like much you can see her boobs clearly mm-hmm. like each individual boob yeah exactly so but- i mean guys nothing new i mean women are sexualized constantly and yeah. things but it like in this movie it was like whoa yeah it was it was clear in this one um, because but like with, with particularly this character because like dragon ball z isn't something that like like in dragon ball bulma was sexualized a lot i mean mm-hmm. like i mean some of the stuff they got away with dragon ball is pretty like, they yeah. show Bulma in the shower a lot. Mm-hmm. They have her flash Master Roshi a couple times to get things she wants and stuff. But once they got into Dragon Ball Z, that stuff kind of mellowed out quite a bit. Yeah. And so there wasn't really a lot of like super sexualized characters in Dragon Ball Z as much. Or in Super, really, from what I've seen. Mm. I, I just... So, if you didn't know, at least I am a sucker for the dubs. I, I love Christopher Sabat. And yep. I love Sean Shumlo's Goku. I can't have it any other way. I I watched the dubs. Yep. Um, and I have I, not actually finished Dragon Ball Super at the time of this recording. And, and Dragon Ball Super is not finished in dubs. In, in dubs, yep. So. No, so like, Which I'm is going to bring me to a question that I have later. I'm, I'm watching them weekly on Toonami. Um, I'm caught up as of this very minute, I think in approximately an hour and a <laughs> half or two hours, two more episodes premiere, and I'm not caught up. But anyways, there is an episode here. Where, so Roshi's going with the team to the Ultimate Universe tournament, whatever, of power of, of, they're, 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 they're killing fools in this, they're killing mm-hmm. universes in this tournament, that tournament. And they recruit Master Roshi, and he goes to Poir. Um, so this is farther than I've seen then. Yes, I'm sorry, I have to spoil oh, this it's, for it's you fine, because of the subject. Because I, 
I couldn't do it on a, just so everyone knows, I couldn't really do it on a week to week basis because I've gotten so used to my Dragon Ball Z DVDs when I could just binge them whenever I wanted to. So I've just been buying the Blu-rays for Super as they come out. So I have only seen up through volume six, which I think is like the first 75 to 80 episodes of Dragon Ball Super is as far as I've gotten. So that sounds right. The, um, the, uh, the, the, the universe of power is just about to start is where I am at. With the uh, uh, um, oh, what's his name? The little, the like the root master of everything. Oh, the cute so little... have they started recruiting yet? No. Okay, this is a little bit past that. Then, um, they beat Goku Black, and then they had a baseball game. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> okay. I, I I know exactly what you're talking. Okay. About. Um. Okay, so there's an episode they recruit they recruit Roshi, and he. He goes to Poir and Yamcha. Yamcha thinking he's getting an invite to this tournament. <laughs> um, they go to Poir and Roshi says, hey, I need your help with my one weakness. And that is beautiful women. I need Poir to turn into a beautiful w- woman so I can get over it. And it's a f- fucking freak show. <laughs> like, Dude, I need to see this ASAP. Like, he... I, I, I don't know if I'm... I'm pretty sure this is great that happens here. I don't know if Poir agrees to it, but turns into a beautiful woman and just Roshi chases him around this little hut for like an episode and a half. Is, oh, good God. Is what is, is of him doing it, like of him running around and finally coming out saying, I'm cured and Poir is just looking traumatized. Like, it's kind of fucked. It's kind of messed up. <laughs> like, oh. it. Overall, how do you feel about the two new characters in this movie? The two Frieza Force. Um, I mean, old man and young girl. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm referring to them for the rest of this podcast. They're fine. Orange guy, green girl. They're they're fine. They Chile, Chile, Chile. Whatever. She gets a she gets a good Nemo. moment in in the movie at the end. Um, that feels actually somewhat earned after uh, a little bit. Like um, so we yeah. So let's see. Are, we're now they they found them and they take them back to Frieza's ship and like look we got these two Saiyans and uh, Frieza rewards them pretty handily yeah with a pretty bunch generously of credits let's call them whatever credits. they're like they're, they look like vials of crack I don't know I thought they looked like pens I'm like they give yeah. them a bunch of pens <laughs> yeah but I, I guess it's credits gives them a whole shit ton of credits and um talks to uh, ask about the inhibitor on mm-hmm. uh, on him on Broly. I keep forgetting the title character's fucking name. Yeah, um, that, that's another thing too to point out too. And like in the original Legendary Super Saiyan Broly movie, uh, Broly has like a headband, mm-hmm. um, and then Paragus has this thing that he wears on his hand that he can like, I guess, kind of just point it in his direction, and it kind of like calms Broly down when he needs to like needs him to mellow out. In this version, they straight up give him a shot collar. Yeah, like, it's a shot They just collar. straight up give him a shot collar in this like, movie. If, every time he acts up, he gives him a shot collar. With a fucking t- remote. Yeah, they talk about the shot collar. Um, they talk about how they Broly doesn't have a tail because um, he would keep looking straight at the moon and then turning into grade 8. It was basically Paragus being like, he was gonna kill me. Like, this motherfucker was gonna kill me. He, he was getting too <laughs> out of control. I had to cut his tail off and he's like, does he ever lose control now? And he said, 
oh yeah, but don't <laughs> worry, I crafted this shot collar out of probably parts from my ship. And, and Frieza jumps to shit too. He's like, you're telling me you brought a fucking thread on my ship? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's not fine. But it's fine. Yeah. Um, and so we get them in the cafeteria after this little yeah. talk. Um, they, they tell him to go get cleaned up and stuff. Yeah, and they come back and they're wearing like decent clothes. Um, Broly is still. Fucking Paragus is wearing like a pink fucking skirt. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Do you, bro? That um, happens. Yeah, and and so Broly comes out and they know, hey, you're still wearing that green, that furry green thing. What the what the hell is up with that? Um, and, and they she touch even like it. tries to reach for it. She's like, "This thing stinks. You need to take it off." And he like, and he just flips the fuck. Yeah, yeah he kind of loses it, and and Paragus uh, tells him, "Hey, calm the fuck down." Like, I, I don't make me shock you. Mm-hmm. Then drunk guy comes by and starts hitting on the girl. Like, "Hey, you want to come over here?" That guy, me? that character you've seen before. Yeah, that, like, that hey, character baby. that doesn't even really need name. And that we Johnny Bravo yeah, type. We don't even need to. And she's like, "Stop it!" And then. Not interested. Mm-hmm. And he keeps going and going and then says something and Broly sets Broly off and Broly Danier kills him until he gets shocked. Yep. Until, yeah. And that shock collar is like pretty legit too. I mean, he, yeah. he like shocks the fuck out of him. No. And it's like he does not stop shocking him. Yeah. Like this is a full 30 seconds to a minute of Broly getting fucking shocked. Some pretty severe death. Like in the original one with the headband, it doesn't seem like it like physically hurts him. He more points it at him and the thing glows and he kind of like kind of like it, it like i don't know they don't really explain that much how it works but it just seems like it's like kind of mellows them out this one it's like it's straight up shock therapy yep and like abuse part part, part of what makes you end up feeling for broly um yeah, like paragus was always a dick even in the original one but like in this one he's like really a dick so young girl grabs young girl is like hey that's fucked up and mm-hmm. um Says something happens. She pickpockets uh, Paragus, takes the yep. takes the remote and destroys the remote. Yep. Says that's not right and destroys the remote. Well, uh, after Paragus gets called back to yep, the guards come in and they say Frieza wants to talk to Paragus. Yeah, so Paragus that conversation, which is much less interesting than the other conversation going on after, yeah, just to get it out of the way, is hey, did you know that Vegeta's son Vegeta <laughs> is on Earth? Um, <laughs> Where and we're going already? Where, where I happen to be on my way. Um, you probably want a piece of that guy. I'm yeah, just saying. You should You should definitely go poke that bear. I'm not. I'm just saying I heard he said you were an asshole. I, yep. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what that's all about, really. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but Which you know, is weird because like, in this movie, Frieza is like, pretty harmless. Like, mm-hmm. like it, in no part, like he does mention he wants to kill Goku still. Yeah, but it, like it, during this conversation, he says... But in no part of his plan was to go try to take over Earth or try to destroy the Earth or even encounter Goku and Vegeta. He just wants the Dragon Ball so he could be taller. Yes. Like, he's Supposedly, pretty harmless. I really... I was hoping there was a twist that, that like, he actually wanted the Dragon Balls to destroy Earth or it's something. It's funnier that he doesn't, though. <laughs> it's funnier that he doesn't, but I kind of... that It's funnier, but it's less satisfying. You think? I think that his evil plan is to get taller. In this I kind of like the idea of Frieza just being until like, he gets granted. This. I like the fact of him just kind of like being the onlooker for most of this. Like he didn't really have a dog in the fight. No, he he was like, I just I want I want to see some shit, bro. Exactly. I, I want to see. I want to. I want to get Vegeta out of the way primarily. Let's see if your boy can do it. Is pretty much what he says mm-hmm. in this. In this. Well, there's a part where he thinks Goku's going to die. He doesn't even care. He's like, I might not even get to kill Goku, but you know what? I don't I'm care. Do you, bro? 
Yeah. Do um, you? <laughs> yeah. So that's that's the conversation that Paragus has with. Um, meanwhile. Meanwhile, uh, the Legion of Doom. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Legion of Doom. <laughs> uh, young guy, green girl, and Broly. That's yeah. It, right. That's, that's all that's in this scene. Yep. Uh, they're sitting around and they give him chocolate is what it looks like for the first time. And it's the first time yeah. that he's ever eaten something and, that wasn't... And had water. He's never had, had water. water. And he's like, that was very good water. And um, He's like, what is this? Like, it's just water, dude. Like, bro, it's water. Uh, yeah. This that, is the deepest fucking scene of the movie. It really is, too, because it's like... Toriyama kind of flexes those uh, writing chops a little bit. Yeah, where it's he, like It's like, hey, man. Everyone thinks of me as the smashy smash fight guy, but I, I can I can give you some. And he, he explains the green cloak around him is actually from an his, animal that he kind of befriended. Yeah, so the, the, the bigger animals that eat the big bugs. <laughs> um, they have these grass like this grass like green fur. fur. Yeah, yeah, it looks like grass like lime and, green. And he befriends one of them. He like trains with it and stuff, but. Paragus says you're not you're not training you're playing. He basically is like the animals making my boy soft. Like he wants mm-hmm. Broly to be a killing machine, and he doesn't he doesn't like that Broly's getting attached to this thing. Yeah, so he he shoots shoots its, ear off. shoots its ear off, and Broly and it was never the same towards Broly. Uh, he well, he basically name, was like, I'm not going to interact with you guys name anymore. Ba, ba, yeah, yeah. He I, named him after the sound that like yeah. stuff like that. I'm like, what are you, Toriyama? What are you doing? Like. Are you writing right now? Like, yeah. So he, uh, give me character development. Right yeah. Now? So he he hurt his friend Ba, and after that, Ba would never be the same with Broly, and would never really like play with him or anything because got his fucking ear shut off. Yeah. Um. But he kept the ear to remind him of the time that he was friends. Yeah, and like kept took the fur off of it and, and made like this kilt things, yeah. whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, and that fucking <laughs> hurt. Bro, <laughs> like, damn, and like, hats off to Funimation too for getting Vic to come back and do Broly again. Because even if they weren't keeping the canon from the previous Broly, like to have him come back and actually like let him do a little bit more than yeah, just let, scream, let him let him make a character, be a character, that yeah. does something besides y'all. Because he up. acts his ass off in, in in this scene, especially yeah. where he's like, I just wanted to remember the one time that I had a friend. Like for the most part, every single voice actor in this movie like kills it. Oh yeah. Like his shout- only, his only interaction for forty years was was with his dad, mm-hmm. and so it's like I just wanted to remember the one fucking other living thing that gave a shit about me at one time. Uh huh. Um, and that gets to the, the crew and stuff, and um, they're like, no, now we're really happy we took off, we, we, yeah. we took the, the controller kind of thing. And she's like, she's very anti-Paragus to the whole movie, she's like, constantly like, he's no good for you, like, he's an evil man, and like, at one point he even told her, like, hey, if he's still my dad, like, mm-hmm. chill out a little bit. Yeah. Yep. I think it's in the scene, it says, he's still my father, I'm not gonna speak yeah. ill of him and stuff, but yeah. Um, so pretty we, crazy shit. Yeah, we we get like that heartbreaking scene, and then the next thing is them landing in the capsule corp, landing in the Arctic. Capsule corp landing in the Arctic. Um, because the other the other two Frieza goons they find the Dragon Ball, yeah, but it drops find, into like this, and then they some, thing. and then they just recover it um, magically. Yeah. Um, and then Goku finds them and says, "Hey, give me the Dragon Ball," and it's like. <laughs> this weird ass scene of the the <laughs> fog from the dude he has like his face pressed up against it. but dude they stick on it entirely too long no like, it's like it's, a, <laughs> it, it takes for 
forever. Dude, this like, is it's, like, it's only like ten to fifteen seconds, but it feels like forever. This and, one shot of him just breathing, breathing, and it's like, oh my god, look at that face. We better give him this shit because he's gonna fucking kick our asses. Let's just give him the shit. Oh, it's Frieza. Thank <laughs> God, and they get the Dragon Balls to Frieza. They bail quick, like, and then they, <laughs> yeah, and then they bounce and not to be seen for the rest of the movie. Yeah, well, then their ship gets shot down or whatever, right? They try to bail, and then their ship gets shot down. And that's when Goku goes on top Oh, okay, of it okay, yeah, like, you're right. Like, <laughs> you just see the... Because it's cold. The steam. Like, the steam of his nose hitting the glass, and they, they just keep talking Goku about it. Goku and Vegeta it. are both wearing these jackets that every kid in the 90s owned. Yes. <laughs> yes. They were, like, these, like, starter jackets. They were, like, starter trench jackets. Like... The starter like, trench coats with like the collar uh-huh. and everything with like the stripes going like every sport jacket you had in the nineties these these guys were were rocking for some reason mm-hmm. I don't know why yeah <laughs> um so Frieza gets off the ship takes the Dragon Balls and is like hey look at this I got two Saiyans with me and there's two Saiyans there yeah cool Broly fight now let's do this yeah that's that's basically the end of it uh, I think we get a little bit of Paragus being like. Vegeta and getting pissed off at Vegeta for what his dad did. And yeah, he, dad, he's like, that's Vegeta, I'm sure of it. You will pay for what you did. And done. yeah, and, and Vegeta thing. even says, has nothing to do with me. Yeah, like he should have <laughs> tells him, he's like, that's not my business. Like, like, yeah, that's not what I didn't do that, but sure, let's fucking fight. Like, yeah. it, like it's Vegeta. I had nothing to do with that. And right away, they're like, those two guys are Saiyans over there. Yeah. And, like, even Goku's like, hey, we're Sans, you guys are Sans, like, we should be, like, trying to get along. What are we, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, Paragus like, has Broly on command, basically, like, uh-huh. that guy can go. And so... And then it's fucking, like, this movie's kind of a slow build for the first, like, ha- like yeah. they, they do a really good job of establishing. Once it's on, though, it's on. For, like, the last- for what it's worth, we are now out of plot. Like, yeah. this is gonna go very fast. So, Vegeta and Broly are fighting, it's going... For cool. about an hour, bro. Like it, it the last like hour, I think it is like the like the first like half hour forty because this movie's about hour hour and a half to an hour and forty five minutes. Uh-huh. First half hour to forty five minutes is all this, and then the last hour is just punch, punch, punch. But dude, the, what what Dragon Ball is? <laughs> anyone who doesn't understand what Dragon Ball is at some point is it is pretty colors banging into each other with the occasional plot. Yeah, and that is all it needs to ever be. It, I love it for it. And these are probably the best fight scenes I've ever seen. Yeah, and we, Dragon Ball. We, it's it's with, with, so good. With some fucking twists in the in oh. the fighting. Like we'll we'll get to it. We'll so get Vegeta to gets it. to go first. And mm-hmm. Vegeta actually gets a good little bit fighting Broly, which I which I like because he's my favorite character and, 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 and Tor- Toriyama usually does Vegeta dirty as fuck. All the time. Like they even straight up call it out in Battle of the Gods how bad they did Vegeta. Oh, yeah. How bad they do Vegeta. Well, like, I mean, Toriyama said publicly it's his least favorite character out of all of the... Which which is odd to me because, like, from just, like, a writing standpoint, Vegeta's probably the best character because he's the one that's developed the most throughout mm-hmm. the city. You know what I mean? Like, he's the most, like, defined character. He actually has more depth than probably any of the other like characters he, do. he has a family that he cares about, and I don't know... You've seen him change? Like, Goku is the same guy now that he was at the very beginning, for the most and, part. He's yeah, the same guy. Much. Like, it's it's not that he hates his family, but G, but like you actually see it later in the movie when they're trying to fuse. And oh, speaking of Goku cared about his family, there was a joke earlier that I don't know if it was supposed to make me laugh, but it made me laugh when when Bardock and Gine steal the the pod, whatever. And she even asked him, she's like, "Why are you so serious about this?" Like, 
usually like saying fathers don't care about their kids that often. Right. Whatever. And my first thought was, I was like, yeah, Goku didn't give a fuck about any of this right. kid. Yeah. I don't know if that was supposed to be fair, kind of a, a fair, like, fair I, point. I took that as a like, see, so I don't know if that's what it was supposed to be, but that's the way I took it. That's a fair point. I mean, I, <laughs> Goku's been my favorite, but mainly because, like I said, I like this. Goku. Well, and I like I like this movie. I like Dragon Ball for the pretty colors banging into each other, and he's usually the prettiest color banging into the other pretty oh, yeah. colors. So that's really it. But in terms of character development, yes, Vegeta is the most developed. And Toriyama says Piccolo is his favorite character. Vegeta is his least favorite character. Again, Piccolo better dad than Goku. Oh yeah, Green, Green Dad in, in every aspect. Green Dad, probably best dad on the show. But in, yeah, I th- I think Vegeta is a pretty like Vegeta seems like a lot of the like kind of tough love. Like we don't talk about a lot of things, but I do think he cares about his kids. No, he definitely does. Like it, what, when we get to the fusion scene, I want to talk about it a okay. little bit more um, because the fusion scene. Like I'm not giving I'm not giving Vegeta good. any Father of the Year awards anytime soon, but I I definitely think like. He's, I think he's a, a good father. I mean, I think we established Piccolo, dad of the year. Yeah, yeah. Gohan's probably pretty close, too. Like, I feel like Gohan, he might not be much of a fighter anymore, but he's right. probably a good dad and good husband. Because he was raised by a good dad, Piccolo. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Who would have thought the Demon King would be the best <laughs> father on the fucking show? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so... Yeah, they get to fight for a while. Yeah, we, we get Super Saiyan Red Vegeta, and I, this... Okay, th- th- this is my question that I was going to bring up earlier, so, like I say, at the time of this recording, I have not finished Dragon Ball Super, so I don't know if this no, is... No, this is the first time Vegeta Red comes up. Okay, but what I'm saying is, like, I don't know if this is addressed at any point. Do they, uh, do they explain in the anime why they don't need the five people to do it anymore? No, because, but I, I Because think... the way that Super Saiyan Blue was ex- explained was, like, I got the taste of Super Saiyan God, but wasn't able to reach that power on my own. So this was kind of like me tapping into that without fully going there. Like, yeah, like Super was, Saiyan Blue was the best they could do. So how can no, they... No, Super Saiyan Blue is above Super Saiyan Red. Okay. But how could... So I, what, what I'm saying is like in Dragon Ball Super at they, some point, do, do they get to go Super Saiyan Red at some no, point? No, they, they explain Super Saiyan... Them going Super Saiyan Blue slightly more than they do in Resurrection F and Battle of the Gods. Like they're training on... Beerus's planet, they mm-hmm. go to a hyperbolic time chamber with Whis, right? Well, Whis drops him off there and says, hey, if you want to survive, you need to not um, not let go of so much of your energy when you power up. Mm-hmm. Um, because basically, um, basically, they're like, you, you know that light show you guys like to put on when you power up with all the yellow yeah. aura and stuff? They... Just wasting energy. Yeah, you're just wasting energy. Knock that shit off. If you want to survive in this place I'm dropping you off, you need to not do that. Mm-hmm. And apparently they do, and it results in the light show that is Super Saiyan Blue. Okay. That, that's pretty much how they explain, explain it. it yeah, that, that was my thing. I was like, cool, dude. Super Saiyan Red, Vegeta, I'm down. I'm, I'm cool with that. Yeah, like, like, how can he do... Because the, they were like, the only way to obtain this form is to have five people, you know, give their power to one other person. Yeah. So. Vegeta did it somehow. They don't even. They don't. <laughs> okay. I mean, maybe maybe they do, and I forgot. But I swear to God, I've seen every episode of the dub so far. And I'm don't. used to just go with it because Dragon Ball Z is a lot of just go with it. So mm-hmm. like, I can accept it. It's but not really the, a problem. But it was like it, 
that should have been a little bit of a bitter moment. We're seeing for the first time a Super Saiyan form on Vegeta. It, it, it is pretty badass though. Like yeah, their, their whole fight, man. They're just knocking each other through glaciers. Like mm-hmm. I, I, th- I like the Vegeta Broly fight. I think more. It's more like visually interesting than the the Goku Broly fight for me. Yep. And I don't know if that's just me liking Vegeta more than I like Goku. I don't know. There might be some of that, but like for someone that likes Vegeta, that was like porn. They're just like, oh man, this is awesome. All the stuff they're doing. The only problem is, and here's another problem with the animation in this movie. Um, like, starting with Battle of Gods, they've started using a little bit of, like, CG and stuff with the movie, which is fine. Like, in Battle of Gods, it works really well because they use it kind of sparingly. Mm-hmm. They use it a shit ton in this movie, which I don't really have a problem with. But a lot of times, the transition isn't very smooth, and it doesn't blend as well as it does in Battle of Gods. So, like, there's a couple of parts where you're just like, okay, I'm straight up, like, just watching a cutscene from one of the video games right now. Like, nothing on that screen is hand-drawn at all. Like, it's, like, you can see Goku sometimes, but, like, he's just, he's straight up CG for a second. And then it comes back, and then he's, like, hand-drawn again. And it's, like, it, it, it just doesn't transition as well as it probably should. And, like, it doesn't really bother. I know that was a problem Mary said she had with it. It doesn't really bother me that much, but it's there. It's kind of like, okay, it's kind of like, now it's like, it looks like a video game for a second, and then now it doesn't. It's like, right. I, I didn't have any issues. Okay, it's just, it's, it's just something that it's there. I don't know if it's a problem, but it's there. Hmm. Which, like I say, I like I like them using it because there there's more cool things they can do with it. Like, they do these cool shots, like the camera pans around for a second, they'll come yeah. and, like, punch each other. Like, that stuff, you, it just, it's easier to the, do. The, the, POV of Broly. Of, oh, dude. From Broly just <sighs> beating the shit out of Goku. For a second, I was like, I, I, it took me a second. I was like, I was like, is Broly the camera right now? And then you see like the fist come out, and I was like, oh, that, dude. That was, that have never done that before. That was really pretty. But yeah, so they, they fight for a while. There's a lot of fighty fighty, and it's um, beautiful to look at. And there's not really any way for us to describe it because we couldn't do it justice. But no, it's just, there's it's, no way. It's there's awesome. a lot of fighting, and then at some point, Goku's like, yeah, "I think it's my turn to." No, it's Vegeta thinks he's got Broly down. Oh yeah, like he like Goku even thinks he's gonna kill him. It's like Vegeta, don't and don't Vegeta's don't like, kill him. He's like, "Bruh, <laughs> uh-huh. no fucks given right here. I'm gonna kill this fool." And then he just keeps getting stronger and stronger, and like. Vegeta is even like in like his inner monologue is talking like he's like adapting basically mm-hmm. as the fight goes on. He's almost like matching my energy. The stronger I get, the stronger he gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's yeah, Broly powers up at a point. I think Vegeta. No, Vegeta doesn't completely yet. He does at some point. He does at some point, but I don't think does he do it. No, no, wait, no, wait, no. But Vegeta doesn't go blue until Goku does when they team up together. Yeah. You don't see Vegeta go blue when he's fighting Broly by no. himself. So, so Vegeta like. Something happens, and Goku's like, all right, my turn. Mm-hmm. And he comes in, powers up to Super Saiyan almost immediately. Like, I think there's a he, couple He fights in his normal state for yeah, a second. Yeah, there's, like, a cu- like for a second, and then realizes, hey, you're good. Powers up to Super Saiyan for a minute. Yep. Oh, damn, you're really good. Powers up to Red for a second. Um, And then, so they're fighting, powered up to Red. I think it's at some point during this fight, they go from the Ice Caps to Volcano. Volcanoes. Close. Um, there's a cool little thing where it's still the ice where like Goku has like a really nice moment where he's like trying to talk Broly down. Mm-hmm. And like... Oh, yes. He goes gone. He, he yeah. has him frozen. For... Yeah. And, and he's like telling him, he's like, look, he's like, I've been through a lot. We've fought a lot of 
like enemies over our time. And they do this really cool thing where like it really quick flashes through like all the Everybody. villains of the show, which was badass. Mm-hmm. But he's like, we thought we fought a lot of enemies. I don't think you're one of them. Like he tells him, like, I don't think that you are evil. I don't think that you really have a desire to hurt anybody. I don't think this is you. And and, and then Broly like doesn't want to hear that shit. Doesn't care. <laughs> turns it on Goku. Mm-hmm. Eats the bejesus out of Goku. Yeah. Um. To the point that Piccolo senses Goku getting the bejesus beat out of him. Yeah. And they mentally talk and says, "I wish I forgot Piccolo could do that." Uh huh. And, so, and he, he says to Goku. Hey, buddy, how you doing over there? <laughs> Seems like you're getting your ass kicked. It seemed like you got your hands full. Yeah. Um, do you need help? And Goku says, nope, stay alive. <laughs> I <laughs> might need to teleport to you. Yeah. Um, for sensu beans or something. For, yeah. Because he asked him, too, like, did you bring any sensu beans with you? He was like, I forgot. <laughs> mm-hmm. They both forgot. And yeah. Go- Piccolo doesn't have any either, but... He's like, I might need to teleport to you to stay alive. And Piccolo's like, oh, yeah, this guy must be pretty tough if you're saying you're going to have yeah. to teleport to me. And then so Goku rips off the upper part of his gi and goes blue. Which looks awesome. Mm-hmm. And goes blue. And now I think we're in the lava. Yeah, because they like punch him through the earth and then they come back up and there's like lava that spills out over. Mm-hmm. And there's there's lava. They, they destroy the Arctic, man. Like, yeah, they just, destroy just straight up for for a moment at least. Um, yeah. they destroy the Arctic. Um, so there's Vegeta is off doing something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what where he is. Um, and then the, like him, Whis and Bulma are like forgotten about a couple for, times for a while. Like, here. like they're always there. They never leave, but they don't show you that they're still there for like mm-hmm. a good period of time. For like, oh yeah, and and these guys are still here. But so so we get. Goku at this point blue, and uh, Broly going at it, oh, yeah. and Frieza thinks Broly's done, and says, "Well, there's, know- there's a couple times where him and Paragon, like there's ones where he's even fighting Vegeta too, where he's like, he's like, is that the limit of his power? He's like, I think so, and mm-hmm. then he's like, then it's not. And yeah, there, there was a point where they thought Vegeta had Broly down, mm-hmm. and uh, and there's and, another and part Paragus where like Paragus goes to go like, reach for his his little and it's shocker, not there. and it's not there, and he's like, "Oh God, he's gonna die! Uh, I have no <laughs> control here." Um, and so then we cut back to to Frieza and uh, Paragus after Goku, and he's like, "Is that the limit of his power again? Like this time, I really think it is. This time, I don't think he can go anywhere." And Frieza says, "Okay." Bet me, and uh, <laughs> and you get, you get a quick you get a quick flashback of Frieza remembering how he. Oh, killed. He's like, wait a minute, when I killed Krillin, that's what pushed Goku over the edge. Goes saying, and so he, if only I had a loved one of Broly, and, and does does his little <laughs> finger point death beam straight to point, death beam. He dies, and he says. He says, <clears throat> oh no, Broly! He's like, it's a tragedy. Look, your dad died by a, he's like, by an adverse. He, yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like a, a random energy blast. And this, of course, works. It put and, and Broly goes Super Saiyan. And Broly goes full on Super Saiyan, full on tank, mm-hmm. mindless Super Saiyan. Like he was mindless before in this fight, but now it's which like- I love it though because they never really gave an explanation for it in the original version of Broly. I love the way they explain it in this version where it's like. He basically found a way to go great ape without being great ape, but he's like he found a way to tap right. into that power, but where he's like he's not himself anymore. He's just he, in a blind yeah, rage. He, he has the the strength of the great ape. 
but you can't communicate with before him. Before he goes Super Saiyan. But he's completely lost in himself. Yeah. So, I love that. Like, yeah, the, that was great. That, that was actually really good. I'm like, man, like, you found a way to make it work. And, yeah, so... It's almost like this Toriyama guy, like, he should do this professionally. They should yeah. just have him do everything and not do shit without him. Every once in a while, it'd be nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Broly and Goku are fighting Broly where he has the upper hand. Is, that freezing moment was hilarious, though. Like, that, yeah, that, might, that might be the best best that, joke of the movie. The one coming up, though. Because the, 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 the theater cracked up pretty good when he because, was like, it's because, a tragedy! Because, yeah, because Freeze's like, alright, just go this <laughs> He's <All> like, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like, it's it's such an acting Dude, and his joke. facial expression, too, he was like, dude, he, he gave an Oscar-worthy performance. Yeah, no. The, <laughs> he gave it reward, all. Reward goes to Frieza. Not not uh-huh. his voice actor. Frieza. The animation on this. <laughs> like, the dude, every, he sells it. He the, sells e- it. The everything. I totally didn't kill your dad. It was a straight energy blast. I don't know who it was from. It just came out of fucking nowhere. I tried to save my swear to God. Hey, that could have been anybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I did everything I could. And yeah, it was it was great. And then so Broly loses his shit, goes full on Super Saiyan, full on energy going through the roof, um, and just starts going fucking ham on Goku. Just tears him apart. Oh, yeah. There's a literally ragdolling him. Like there's a point where he has Goku by the leg. Oh dude. And is just oh, and, and Sean Shemmel, man, has gotten so good at doing those like there's a scene in the Resurrection F movie that, like, oh, I think that I think like the pounding was before he went Super Saiyan. When we're in the it might caps. be, but either way, but like, there, there's a scene in the Resurrection F movie that like almost gives me like chills to my bones just because Sean Shem was so good. Where like there's a part of the Resurrection F movie where he where Frieza like shoot one of Frieza's goons shoots Goku through the chest, mm-hmm. and then like Frieza's like stomping on the wound. Oh. And then, uh, like, he's, like, stomping on his chest or whatever, like, right, or, I can't remember, it's been too long, but, anyways, Go- Goku's, like, basically, like, screaming in pain, but, like, Sean Schemmel, man, he, like, he gives it his all. It's, like, it wasn't blo- Gohan? Was it, Go- I don't remember. I swear he shot Gohan. Well, no, because it's, because it's, because Go- Goku gets the sensu because he gets shot, right? Goku gets shot. They give it to Goku? I don't remember. I swear to God, it's Gohan. Anyway. I'm not looking it up. Yeah, and I don't remember. Anyways, but like Sean Shemmel, man, when he when he just <laughs> like gives talents, guys, like, I'm not looking up. I don't give a fuck. When that's, he gives it his all, he's just like screaming, and you, mm-hmm. you can tell it's like this dude's like tearing his throat up almost. Oh yeah, he's he's giving it all. It's he's, like oh dude, he's, he's just putting the so team on his good, back. so freaking good, man. Uh huh. He's the man. Yeah. So Goku's getting his ass kicked. Vegeta jumps in. Vegeta gets his ass kicked. Yeah. He's kind of getting his ass kicked, and both of them are like, "It's nice I, though." But he's like, "He's like, okay, obviously we're not going to be. Neither of us are going to defeat this guy by ourselves." So and then they start, dude. This is the most boss moment of the whole movie for me. When they're like fighting him together, there's a part where they like back up and they go back to back, and Goku does the Kamehameha and Vegeta does the Gallic Gun, uh-huh. and that's one of the moments where it's like almost pure CG. You can tell like they're computer animated at that but point. It was so good. Dude, I was I like sat up in my chair. I was like, "Oh, there was Jesus!" A, there was a Christ. point. I think it was the first Kamehameha that Goku does. I I'm sitting next to you, and I hear you say, "My God!" <laughs> I was like, like yeah. it was it was so dope. And then with yeah, when they were like back to back, dude, mm-hmm. I was like, "Dude, good God!" Like that was incredible, dude. That's as good as it gets. <laughs> and yeah, so they're fighting together. That's nothing. a fangasm right there. Yep. <laughs> so they're fighting together. Nothing doing. Like yep. they just can't do it so um they <laughs> goku's basically like time out 
<laughs> yeah, Goku's basically like, all right, it's about it's about time for the timeout. Let's head to the sidelines. They both fly straight at Frieza and then drop behind Frieza. Dude. And Broly just starts <laughs> fighting Frieza. And Frieza's like, what the fuck did you just do? What's funny is that, like, that doesn't Goku, he's like, good luck, Frieza, or something? As yep. they come over, dude, that was hilarious. Yeah, heads <laughs> up, Frieza. Because Broly's such a mindless monster at this point, it's not even so much like he's going at it's he's just going after whatever's in front of him. So mm-hmm. he gets distracted by Frieza and they're just gone. And yeah, dude, the, the theater laughed their ass it, off. It was great. And he's just he just starts getting his ass whipped by Broly. Oh dude, he, he goes, pounds the fuck out he of He goes Frieza. gold at some point and he just still <laughs> keeps getting the fuck kicked out. He's of so him. full of himself too. He's like, now gold Frieza. Boom, boom. Like there's a he has it like backed up against the wall. He's just like punching him into a crater over and over again. And just, you're like, dude, this just poor guy needs whips his ass. Dude. Um Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice, uh, yeah. we're, we're, meanwhile, uh, we get Goku has it in transmission to Piccolo, like promise. He says, "Piccolo, you got any sensor beams, bro?" Like, damn. I'm I don't know how it. how well you saw this coming, but the, the second they brought Piccolo into the movie, I'm like, he's there to teach them the dance because he's the only other one that knows it. Yep, and so we get the scene of that was a little weak to me. Go Goku saying, "Hey, we we need to fuse and." Uh, Vegeta like, I'm not fucking fusing with you. And he's yeah. like, dude, we, we fuse all the time with Potaro. We just can't do Potaro. We need to do the dance. Yeah. Oh, fuck that. I'm not doing the dance. And I might let Broly fucking kill me before yeah. I do the dance. And uh, Goku pulls the family card. He's yeah, like, you Goku's let- like, you really want to let Bulma and Bulma die? Trunks has a fighting chance, but only because he knows the fusion dance with Goten. Yeah. So, really, like, you really Vegeta's gonna- like, respect. Vegeta's like... <gasps> All right, and so and they have so the first time they do it, they're fat. And they're, the second finger, time they're old. Yeah, the second time they're like old and skinny. And these finally, are the same jokes that only Toriyama finds really well, funny. Yeah, they're the same. They're the same <laughs> jokes they used. Every like, these are time. not new. It's like oh, okay, it's fat. It's it's fat Gogeta, and then it's skinny Gogeta, and then it's and then it's Gogeta. Yeah. The the problem I have with this though is where it's like, okay, they do it the first time, they fuck up, and they're fat. And Piccolo's like, okay, we'll try again in 30 minutes. And then they do it a second time. It's like, okay, wait another 30 minutes to try it again. So an hour has gone by. Bro, there's no fucking way that Frieza lasted an hour because he was getting the shit kicked out of him. No, he was just getting You cannot convince me that Frieza held his own for an hour in that fight. This is the biggest ass kicking in (laughs) Dragon Ball history. Dude, like, like, beat the snot out of him. This is Goku at Super Saiyan Blue. Fighting Yamcha. Think like Holly Holmes against Ronda Rousey. Like just kick the shit. Yeah. No. It was it was a bad look. Like it was it was bad. And then Gogeta comes back and basic says something to Frieza, and then we'll, like we'll come back for you or something. Yeah. And then starts taking it to Broly. Yeah. At this point, there is a they punch each other. And they go into the fucking quantum realm or something. This <laughs> like, is the part where... They basically, like, shatter the fucking like I, space-time continuum. I, I should have wrote it down, but the the quote from Edgar goes something along the lines of, and then they punched each other, and then my mind, man. So, it, 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 it's a, they, they go into this trippy-ass realm. Uh, remember, they're in lava. They go to this trippy-ass realm. They come back in ice. That's how they fix the ice caps. Uh, they, yep. they fought in the quantum realm and fixed the ice caps. Um, not explained. 
Nope. Again, just go with it. We don't fucking need If you're a Dragon Ball fan, you're used to that shit at this um, point. And we get like the Soul Punisher and stuff, but we never get it called the Soul Punisher. Or oh, like, like the that. little glittery yeah. rainbow ball thing. That yeah, is like we, we, we get all that stuff. We don't ever get it called. We get them going Super Saiyan Blue, but we don't. Again, we don't. They they deprive us of the moment. Like yeah, they, they don't they don't build it up as much as they, they usually they, do. They, they will take three episodes to do the the orchestral thing when with them going blue in the series. Oh, yeah. Here, no time, no time, no time. Which, by the way, though, a quick shout out though to the score of this movie. I thought a lot yeah. of the orchestral stuff was badass. Like oh. like all of the Broly scenes. Like there, dude, the the orchestra was kick ass in this movie. The but the the after Gogeta shows up and the song is just. Gogeta. Oh yeah. Gogeta. <laughs> with like Gogeta. a with like a badass like beat like it's like off of Gogeta's mixtape he's dropping. Yeah. Like they're like, it's the like background the- is just Gogeta. <laughs> it, it, it's it's something like that. It's so it, it's ridiculous, but it's like Alright, I got you. I see you. They have a dumb scene with Piccolo before he leaves where he's like he's like, What should I call myself? He's like, Go he's like well, no, what should what, what what am I supposed to call you? And Gokuja is one of the ones he Kuja, says. Gogeta go, go. How about how about well the other form's Vegito, so I guess this one's Gogeta. Yeah. He's like um, he's like, I'd be much cooler if I had a name. Yeah. Everybody laughed at that joke too. That one I was kinda like, okay. Fine. Um so yeah, they they fight and then um, young girl says they're gonna fucking kill him. I have to do something, and they are at this point holding the dragon balls. Yeah, because Frieza said, "Yeah, get the dragon balls and the ship out." Yeah, of here. he's basically like, nah. "Get the get the dragon balls ship here. out." At one point, way back because everything's we, crumbling. So like, don't lose the dragon balls. We don't, don't want to have to find balls. them again. Um, and she comes out and she. Summons Shenron. Yep. Um, and so we get more of Gogeta beating the fuck out of like this isn't even a contest. Like oh, yeah. it is definitely if someone could throw in the towel, throw in the damn towel. While they were buying time too to learn the fusion dance, even Weiss was like subbing in for Frieza for a second, mm-hmm. like just kind of dodging. To to remind us that a Weiss is there and B, yeah, Weiss could probably fucking dust this dude. Dude, that thought crossed my mind. Like I was like, dude, how? badass would it be if they were just building this whole thing up and like at the end like it got to the point where like oh god all hope is lost and Weiss like comes in like touches Broly and he just like dies or something like that would have been the most boss ending yeah. ever but no Weiss is just doing his dodgy thing like yeah. he, he even laughs he goes that one was close you, you, you got a real shot here like champ. how's Bulma still living what the hell's going on here Bulma people talk like Goku has plot armor and shit yeah motherfucker have you met Bulma's plot armor? Throughout Damn. the whole series, too. Like, like, has she been resurrected even? I don't think so. No, she never died. Bulma's yeah. never died. Yeah. Let's talk about some fucking plot armor. I get no, I guess Bul- Bulma died because everybody died everybody died when Boo blew Boo. up the earth. Well, yeah. That's every- true. Everybody died. So I think she was even one of the people turned but into chocolate. You might get a mulligan on that. Yeah, I guess that's true too. But still. Which is weird because like, yeah, Bulma looks pretty old <laughs> in during the Boo saga. Like so like that. That Dragon Ball theory like holds some weight because she looks older in the like eighth and ninth season of Dragon Ball Z than she does in Super. So I'm like, maybe she has been de aging herself a little mm-hmm. bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so okay. okay, so Dragon Balls. Um, and at uh, young girl because I I refuse to remember her name at this point. Um, Chile, 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 
Chili. So chili. Chili. Summons Shenron and says, okay. Chili, we want some money for that plug, too. <laughs> yeah, man. Or some ribs. <laughs> yeah. You know, I would just. I, yeah. You know, it doesn't even have to be ribs. I'll settle take, for some queso. I take, yeah, I take some chips and guac or some chips and yeah. queso right now. Honestly, yeah. yeah. Like, tell you the truth. Like, hit us up, bro. Yeah, hit us up, Come man. on, man. Come on. Come on, man. Uh, so, summons Shenron. Chili, Chili summons Shenron and says, um, save Broly and get him out of here. Get him on his she, she, planet she, yeah, she, he grew the up planet on. he grew up on. Which um, is weird because I, I was thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe she's going to wish for him to, like, get, like, his sanity or something. Like, I was like, oh, she's going to, like, use it to, like, do what the caller would have done. Because that's, like, her writing the wrong, I guess, of kind of destroying it. Because, like, after that, they had no way to, like, tame him. So yeah. when she's like, oh, save him and get him out of here, I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming at all. And so saves him, um, gets him back on Vampa, and he he lands on Vampa in his scene again. Yep. And he's like, okay, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Um, Gogeta goes to freeze and basically says, time for you to leave. Yeah. Or, we, we like, we can kill you now. Um, but it, <laughs> Freeze is like that's enough ass whooping for one day. <laughs> I'm just gonna get like, all right, I'll dip. I'm a dip. Um, <laughs> he's like, I will be back for this world though, and which I is just Toriyama's way of like, we I like Freeze. We're gonna keep him because yeah. I was thinking that Broly was gonna kill Freeze in this movie. At one point, I was like, well, God, the way he's getting his ass kicked, like maybe Freeze is gonna die again. And then when he didn't, that's when I was like, okay, clearly Toriyama likes Frieza a lot. Because he keeps finding There's, ways to keep him around. It, it also leaves open a new, uh, an, another movie. Yep. Or series or as whatever. As many as they want to do. Like they're, 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 I, I don't know what they're talking about exactly. They, they, they're, they're full of shit because they, when Dragon Ball Super quote-unquote ended, they really sold it like, this is the ending, this is it, whatever, but... This movie has already made so much money, and plus the manga is still going. I'm like, yeah. you guys aren't fooling anybody. You're, you're, Dragon Ball Super will come back. Well, and they, they, they basically said this is the end of this series, but we do have more stuff in the works, including mm-hmm. at the time I think they were calling it Dragon Ball Twenty or something. Okay, yeah. So, and the manga doing. hasn't stopped. The manga has continued to come out since the anime has ended. So I'm like, there's more. There's gonna yeah, be more. They're not done, but no. Um, so, Especially with how much freaking money this movie's already made. I mean, like, it's not like some giant blockbuster, but like for an anime movie, this for, movie for an has, anime movie that's being shown like once or twice a day at every theater that it's playing at. It made bank in Japan too. Yeah, like it's fucking doing well. They're yeah. doing. They're doing another. Um, there, there will be more of these. There will be more. Goku and Vegeta will return. That's um, honestly the route that I would choose, though, to be honest. Like, if I could choose between, like, okay, do you want a couple more seasons of Super or just, like, a movie once a year or once every other year? I, I don't know. For some reason, like, the movie feels bigger to me. Like, I'd rather just have these, to be honest with you. We'll, we'll see what they do. I won't be disappointed with more Dragon Ball in general. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I'll take whatever I get. But. To, but so, yeah, that's how they wrap up Frieza. Frieza bails, and he goes up into space, and he says, all right, I'm going to come back for Earth at some point. I'll probably pick up Broly on my way to Earth, though. Um, mm-hmm. See if maybe he's he's gained some fucking sanity. Um, mean, meanwhile, on Vampa. Um, yeah, because he knows that the, the quote-unquote traitors are on Vampa with him. And yeah. for, he's like, for now, leave them be. See if they can find a way to tame him, and then we'll re-recruit them. So Goku, so we go back to Vampa, um, and they're like, 
man, we only got like 50 days worth of food and mm-hmm. uh, we're always trying to get them to eat the 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 blood the, the blood <laughs> the blood, blood and stuff and like the girl tries and like oh it's more sour than i thought but okay and the old guy yeah, the dude's tries like it. straight up like nope nope, nope. He, <laughs> not he, doing like, it he's like throws it up and says nope i'm dying of starvation on this planet um goku shows up with a couple of capsules with the house and food and stuff and yeah um go goku instant transmissions and they think they think goku's the bad guy for a minute and it's like you clearly weren't paying attention yeah like Goku didn't want to fight, but it was also he needed to save his planet. You can judge him all you want. He mm-hmm. he didn't. He had to do what he had to do. He tried. they were just so much on Team Broly. They're like, this mm-hmm. guy's fighting Broly. What this an guy's asshole. gonna fight Broly? Um, and they get all defensive, and he's like, hey, look, I brought food. Um, he's like, would it be okay if I came back? You know, trained with him, maybe taught him how to control his power. And she's stuff. like, just know that we still consider you an enemy. He's like, I don't give a. I really don't care how you view me. Just let me fight. Yeah. Um. Let, Which let me I fight love Broly. That. Let me fight Broly. It's very on brand for Goku. Just, yeah. I just want to fight Broly. He's like, I thought I had reached like my, my peak limit until I and fought to, you. So uh, now he knows he has more room to grow again. And and Broly's kind of liking this too. Like, oh, this sounds like fun. You know, mm-hmm. you kind of see his spark. In he, his he gets eye. like a little crack smile. Like, uh-huh. okay. Um. And then we get. The last shot, and uh, Chili asks uh, Goku, hey, what's your name? He says, oh, I'm Goku, but you can call me Kakarot, kind of pointing to Broly. Yeah. You can call me Kakarot, and Bales. And it's a weird thing, like, I kind of, in the Wikipedia, it actually says, accepting his uh, Saiyan heritage says his name is Kakarot, mm-hmm. which is a weird thing to say in the Wikipedia, I, but I, I actually acknowledge that's at first, I thought they were building that up to have like the last shot be him going like Kakarot, like this kind of like a kind of a nod to the previous Broly, which mm-hmm. they don't do, which I'm kind of glad. I don't really like the whole you can call me Kakarot thing because for some reason I've I've always liked the idea that Goku's very defensive about his name, except for Vegeta. I like that that's a bond that they have, mm-hmm. where it's like he gets to call me that. He Everybody else is like, no, my name is Goku. It could be a same thing. Could be that hey, you're saying you can call me Kakara. You motherfuckers call me Goku, but I, feel I like will dust you motherfuckers. You call me Kakara. Broly can call me Kakara. I feel like even if like Trunks or somebody were to call him Kakara, though, it would be weird. But it, he's not full Saiyan. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, like also, they, they don't come across it, full Saiyan very it's, often. It's, it's also like Bulma would probably smack him upside the head. Yeah, like no, you don't understand. You don't call him that. I just like that. That's their thing. I like uh-huh. that being a Goku Vegeta thing. So it makes me wonder if the anime comes back, whatever they do, like, is Broly going to, like, be a part of it in some way? Like, are they going to team up yeah, with him at I, some point? I, I I hope so. Like, I, That's I would... what Frieza doesn't want to see. I guarantee you that shit. Yeah. I I don't know what they're going to do with Frieza. Like, what do you do past Golden Frieza at that they'll point? They'll come up with some Platinum other... Platinum Frieza? Yeah, they'll come up with... I, I didn't know what they so... could do with him when they first said they were doing Resurrection F. I was like, what are you going to do with Frieza? He's so outmatched. By that point, motherfucker, gonna go platinum. He's gonna sell these million <laughs> records so that he can do platinum, just pristine platinum, freeze. platinum status. <laughs> Good God, he's so shiny. He deflects energy on his own, so you can only fight him up close. And that's Dragon Ball Super Broly. That's the movie. Yep, that's the movie. We um, 
I liked that we got a little bit more. A lot of these Dragon Ball movies are like an hour, 10, hour, 15 minutes. This one was like a good hour, 45 minutes, give or take. Like, it felt like a full movie. Some of them, like the shorter ones, it didn't really feel like you got that much. And a lot of it felt rushed. This one, they were able to take their time in the first act or so, setting up everything, which was really nice. Like, all that stuff moved and flowed really, really well in those early scenes. All the flashback stuff. So I really appreciated all that because none of it felt like they had like, okay, you got to hurry and get to the fights because that's what everybody uh-huh. wants to see. It's like, no, there's there's going to be plenty of fights once this movie gets we're going. Gonna, we're going to give you some plot, all right? There's the we, cute... we, we, we know you Dragon Ball fans are yeah. only here to see the pretty colors banging into each other. We, we, we're going to give you plot. And it was actually a good plot. Like Really you, good. You can't look at Broly and be like, he was an asshole. No, no he wasn't. He really wasn't. He was... He was Trained poorly by a dick. Yep. Like, Broly's always been a killing machine, but this movie kind of shows you why he's a killing machine. Yeah, it gives him an excuse. Because he was... Because instead of, like, okay, you clearly have this power. We need you to control it. Mm -hmm. Instead of doing that, his trainer was just like, cool, you're a killing machine, but you... At a point, I can't control you anymore, so I need this device to control you. Yeah. And that's... That's not... It's definitely like, ah, poor trainer. Yeah, that that was a bad trainer. Your dad was a bad trainer. If you would have done, if your dad was just better, Mm -hmm. if if you had, you know, Goku as your dad, just just to fuck around, like he would have, he would have got your energy under control. Is King Vegeta the asshole there? Do you think by like not even giving Broly a chance by just being like, I need to send this motherfucker away? We even get a point of Paragus being like, my God, was King Vegeta right? Yeah, like, would he have been? There? I did like that moment too, where it's like he's like he's right. He's gonna destroy everything. He's he's gonna destroy everything at the like. If I believe that's actually why King Vegeta did it, yeah, which I don't. It's not. It's, it's because he thing. was. It's yeah. because he was more powerful than Vegeta in in the the chamber or whatever the, the little capsule, the test tubes. Um, yeah. So it's all ego. Yeah, that Agreed. that's why he sent him away. It's not the. The, oh, I'm protecting our planet, and if he's as powerful as you say he is, he'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And he was fucking fine. Like <laughs> he might have actually ended up being better on his own because he would have had to at some point control the great ape. Yeah, that's true. Like, but he would have had better trainers around him, though. Yeah, I <sighs> like wrong reasons, right thing, mm-hmm. maybe. But no, this is a movie I can't wait to own. This is this is one of those movies that I could see like. A frequent watcher. This is a movie to put on just to put on. I'm gonna watch yeah. it. Like solid flick. Solid flick. There was the cute shot that we kind of mentioned earlier at the end of like Beerus chilling with Bulla, being like, "Well, I guess it all worked out." Whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. Beerus is gone for the whole movie, and he's like, "Well, it all worked out." Which it, that kind of bones me out that they kind of sideline Beerus though, because I, I think Beerus and Weiss are like the like the greatest like two new characters. In a long time. For sure. Beerus and Whis, like, I love those characters from the second I saw them both. And it's just like, man, they are awesome. What happened to all the fish sausages? They're in my belly. (laughs) I love those two. Give me some pudding. You're not being a nice guest. (laughs) Like, Beerus and Whis are such a big part of what makes Super good. So, Mm -hmm. it's like, I don't know, that was just a weird decision for me to, like, to bring to have like oh let's bring Weiss but leave Beerus here but especially was, to not even pay it off with like oh we're gonna have Beerus be kind of comic relief in this movie and show him getting into shenanigans with the baby which they don't do so I'm like I don't 
understand that decision. No, I I don't know. Do I really want to add 10 or 20 minutes to this movie to do that? Yes. Or I have to take 10 or 20 minutes out to do that? I don't know. I think the, I think the hour and a half, hour 40 was the perfect time. It was. That, it was. Yes. That, that was about the time I was starting to be like, all right, just fucking. Well, finish. especially when the last hour was all fight. Uh-huh. Like I don't. I wouldn't say I got bored of it, but it was like once it started, it didn't. But stop. I, I, I wanted a little. I wanted a twist during the fight. Besides, well, there was a twist during the fight. Mm-hmm. Frieza killing uh, Paragus. It's in, in the, uh, the, by God, he died. It's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. I am. I can't believe it either, Broly, but he's dead, and so you should go Super Saiyan. You should yeah. really, you know, pop the, pop the, pop the pretty hair and yeah. let's do this, bro. Do you think that was him wanting to see Goku get killed or him just wanting to be entertained? I think it was him wanting to be entertained. Because it's more like, I want to see what happens. Yeah, I really think it was, what, what would happen Yeah, if, if like, so theoretically, Krillin dies, and he goes, he, he gets the yellow hair. If he dies... Does he get the yellow hair? <laughs> let's watch. Yeah, let's watch. See what happens. God! <laughs> <laughs> All the voice acting was great. Um, one weird part, though, for me was the, again, the flashback scene of Raditz and Vegeta when they were kids. Because the animation wasn't good. But also, like, when Vegeta spoke, I was, like, caught out. Like, that was not the voice I was expecting for mm-hmm. young Vegeta to have. It was weird. That that whole scene was weird, but he's like, okay, weird in a hilarious little way. Like, Vegeta, don't you have a brother somewhere? And hey, don't you have a brother somewhere, Raditz? Like, like I don't give a fuck about that guy. Yeah, that that's pretty <laughs> much both of their responses. Like, yeah, yeah, I suppose I do, but like, Kakarot's this weak little punk bitch, and yeah. I they don't even say Turbo's name. Like, they yeah. just they just say. That Vegeta has a brother out there, which did end up canon. Yeah, like Turbo's canon now. Not by name. Vegeta having a brother is canon, and Broly's Broly's now canon. Gogeta is now canon. Gogeta is canon, which I'll never like as much as Vegito. But no, Vegito's just better. Vegito's so much more of a of a blending of those two characters because like Vegito makes sense. Yeah. Well, like, like Gogeta. Like looking at him doesn't look like a mix between Goku. It looks like a new character. Vegito looks like Goku and Vegeta together. I love that it like Like melts their clothes. Yeah, their clothes and stuff. Like he's wearing a vest. Which is that just a requirement for fusion dance? Like the same. I mean, they have the same pants and everything too as Gotenks does. It's like it's the same shoes. Like it's the exact same outfit. So and that might be that's just what the fusion dance does. I don't know. Fine. Uh-huh. I'll take Gogeta or Vegito any day. And what what's interesting though is I know they thought that Gogeta was gonna end up killing Broly. Mm-hmm. There, I bet you money they had like five minutes left. Yeah, yeah I she... I bet you they had five minutes left on that, that fusion. I I was waiting because like that Kamehameha that he that he powers up was pretty badass. Mm-hmm. Shit, like again the voice acting so good. And then I thought it was gonna be like times out right before they shot it. But no, they don't do that. He gets saved by the Dragon Balls. Yeah, I and there was so we don't get to see them defuse. We just see Goku do. pop up on Vampa. Yep, on Vampa saying, "Hey, I brought food and I want to fight." Oh uh, yeah, that's fucking fine. All right, Kenny, on a scale of one to ten, what do you give Dragon Ball Super Broly? 
no worse than a seven, but no higher than an eight. Probably yep, seven and a half. I was gonna say about an eight for me too. That's right in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Yep, solid movie. One I'd like to watch again. One I definitely want to own. Yeah, good, good, like no brainer action movie. Yeah, it it's good. I I I want to see it again. I want to see what I missed for sure. Like I want to go back to it. I think it's better than your average Dragon Ball movie. I, I think, think it's better than. Uh, it might be the best one. I, I think it's up there. I, I, Battle of the Gods of Resurrection F was so good. Okay. Resurrection F just pissed me off so bad the way they do Vegeta so dirty, though. I understand. <sighs> but at the same time, Battle of Gods is solid. Battle of the Gods is really but good. But even Battle of the Gods, the ending is so anticlimactic to me. <laughs> I destroyed Earth. Like, Let's go like home, I get, I got the joke, but it was just, it was like unsatisfying a little bit. I'm like, really? That's it? That's all we got? I kind of liked some Goku lose. Like, that was fun. I like that. But I, and, and him going all out thinking that the planet is going to be destroyed. Yeah. And still getting whacked. I like the ending in the anime better when they do Battle of Gods in the anime better. It, I, I like where the story a little bit better, but. If anyone hasn't seen it, in the movie version, Beerus says, I'm going to destroy the earth, and he blows up a rock and calls it good. In the anime version, he says, I'm going to blow up the earth, and then he falls asleep, quote unquote. While holding the blast, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, whatever, we'll do it another time." Mm-hmm. And then when they leave, we says like, "That was nice of you to do, like to pretend you were sleeping." He's like, "I didn't pretend." Because like, I like that version better because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like shows that like Beerus isn't heartless, like he didn't want to destroy the earth, right? So like, I like that version better. But the animation so much better than all the gods. Yeah, yes, and like Super has its moments where it looks really good, and then it has its moments where it, it's... it starts rough. Yeah, it does. It, it does. starts rough. It's gotten a lot better. Yeah, it definitely evolved. Like you, I, I go back. I, I see a side by side of where Super started with Battle of the Gods to where like it ended with uh, with the Tournament of Ultimate Power. Mm-hmm. And Jesus Christ, they just completely ignore the whole Ultra Instinct thing in this movie too. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so you have a form that defeated like an undefeatable opponent, pretty much. You have a four... Well, no, actually, it's still lost. Toriyama maybe forgot about it. He forgets about a lot of shit. But you have this form, and he's... And the planet's at stake, and Goku is just... I I wonder if someone was like... You know, you you, could have went Ultra Instinct. And it totally explained away, Goku forgot. Yeah. (laughs) I would have been like, oh, yeah. Toriyama is like... He's the worst at his own canon. Like, he is the worst... Like, when they asked him in Super, they're like, how come uh, Trunks' hair is blue in Super instead of purple? He's like, was it purple before? Oh. Like, <laughs> but then Kid Trunks' hair is still purple in Super? I think they actually did that purposefully because Bulma's hair is so but then, but then they blue. But then they should have changed Kid Trunks' hair to blue, which they did. Toriyama said he forgot that he colored it purple originally. I think that's bullshit. So... Um. But I mean, he he's admitted to that a lot in interviews of stuff. He's like, oh yeah, like because people ask him, how come this doesn't line up with this? He's like, oh yeah, I forgot we did that. Like he don't get me wrong, Dragon he doesn't keep up with his own continuity. Out there. I, like he always says, like the fans pay attention to stuff a lot more than I do. I just care more about telling stories. So it's like, oh, this this doesn't add up. Like, oh, okay, well, was it better I, this way? Yeah, cool. it's like like that's just that's just him being him i guess but, mm-hmm. uh, time flies almost as fast as goku on the nimbus cloud this podcast is about over but uh before we get out of here 
Uh, Kenny, where can people check out some of the stuff you're doing online? Uh, Facebook.com slash We Are All Geeks Media. Um, there's some stuff cooking over there uh, that I... Is The Rock cooking it? The Rock is indeed cooking it. Okay, no, good. I wish The Rock was cooking it. Now, there's some stuff cooking over there, so I haven't gotten anything up recently. But go check out the latest stuff that I wrote. Um, write up of the Kind of Funny Games Showcase. And stuff's and- a brewing. Yeah, but there is some stuff a brewing um, that has me not knowing if I should be working on this site or not. So. <laughs> awesome, cool, and you can follow us on social media as well. You know, Fortress of Comicude podcast on Facebook, FOC underscore podcast on Twitter, and Fortress of Comicude on Instagram. We're there. We're posting stuff all the time. Reach out to us. Do whatever. Let us know how you like this episode. Thank you guys so much for downloading and hanging out with us this week. And Kenny, thanks for coming and chatting with me. That way, I'm not sitting here by myself being like, and then Goku. <laughs> Yeah, powered no, up again. Thanks, thanks for having me for guys' night, man. This was this was fun. Oh, it was. I think we made the best. We we made do with with what we had. A few more tangents than normal because we didn't have anyone to keep us from tangents. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. With uh, we're doing our other monthly show called Comic Book Club, where we take a trade paperback and we review it, and we're doing the first volume of Sex Criminals from Matt Fraction and Chip Zdarsky, which is going to be. But we're getting hot and heavy and steamy on Fortress of Comic 2 next week with some sex criminals. So tune in for that. Until next time, I'm Tyler. I'm Kenny. And uh, peace out, guys.